Welcome to the Underappreciated Movie Podcast, where four friends discuss movies that they love, but nobody else does. I'm Elaine. I'm Carly. John. I'm Tony. Are you done? I'm sorry. I'm laughing at how we said his name without stopping. <laughs> Each of us has picked a specific movie genre. I have horror thriller. I have science fiction fantasy. I have drama and romance. Action adventure. <laughs> We take turns selecting from our movie genre movies that, in our opinions, have not received the respect they deserve. You don't see these films on anyone's top ten list, but maybe I listen to our podcast. You give these films a second chance. Today's pick <gasps> on the podcast. Tony has That's what he gets. Dirty glasses. The glasses got very dirty because he cheated. Tony's pick <laughs> for Slapsgiving. Yep, which has passed. Mm-hmm. Yes. Hope yeah, you all had late. a happy Thanksgiving. A little late because of. We will be a day late and a dollar short on this. My one. laziness. It's no biggie. We will blame Tony. Sure. We can blame uh, the Christmas holiday season and getting ready for Black Friday. Well, it's the holiday season. We had a lot of. This was very hard to schedule. Between my crazy schedule and all of Tony and Carly's activities that have happening lately. I did in my last golf lesson last week. So. I feel like you guys have more after school activities. We don't have kids, we have hobbies. Than, than, a, than a middle schooler. I anyway. do have gymnastics after this, so let's hurry up. Okay. <laughs> so got I hobbies. would pay 10 bucks to see Tony do gymnastics. Uh, I don't think you would pay 10 bucks. I, ten, ten I think you'd pay 100,000 bucks because you'd have to get me to the hospital. <laughs> what happened to Tony? He went to gymnastics. He did a cartwheel and broke his arm somehow. <laughs> and somewhere Ben goes, no, <laughs> I don't think so. Maybe, maybe young Tony. Yeah, young Tony, sure. Old Tony, gymnastics is me getting up out of bed. <laughs> when you when you go night. to sit up and you've thrown out thrown out your back, so you have to get out in some weird like slide out to the floor because you can't sit up. Most athletic thing I saw Tony do was getting a fighting stance when he was drunk playing golf. Cause he, I told him some guys want to fight, and he's like, "Let's go!" <laughs> like, wow, Tony wants to fight someone. No, we're not I doing don't that. No, I saw that combat role that he did after Joe dumped him out of the, out of the golf cart. <laughs> same golf cart. Forgot same about drunk that. Golf <laughs> yeah, same drunk golf cart. I think that was that was in the same hour. <laughs> I'll never forget that, that dude. Hilarious. We were like, "Oh my god, Tony fell out of the golf cart." <laughs> Joe took a short turn while I was reaching for a golf ball. I would not. That was Joe's fault. Yes. Look, I would not be a passenger in Joe's golf cart. <laughs> well, Especially a drunk, drunk Joe. Why? Yeah, no. We should go play wild. golf again. Yeah. Let's go right now. Uh, you, down. Night golf. I don't think there is night golf around here, but if there that is, lane. I want to know. <laughs> so if there's night golf, my question is, so when you hit it way out of bounds, you just be like, fuck it. Yeah, you, you just lost that. Some one. of them I have do that during the low. day. <laughs> so yeah what did she say I said I do that during the day oh, so oh, escape true. what's escape escape roommate escape room okay so first off there's like 20 of these so sorry yes so here's a funny story okay I wrote um, down in my note wrote down escape room, room tournament of champions from 2021 Oh, that's so, not the right one. No, and did I don't watch that. Yeah. So we <laughs> <did you> watch <laughs> it? Yeah. But no, was it's was a whole thing. No, can we, no. Can we <laughs> tell you the story? Can we tell you the story? Well, that's what I had written down. And I'm like, I know we said there's multiple, and it's the one that has um, Deborah Ann, whatever. I wrote yeah. her name down. And then we looked and it up, and it both. did. And we're <laughs> like, this really? is the yeah. sequel. 
And we're like, why would he pick the sequel? So, um, <laughs> and then we had to buy it because we had to rent oh, it. No. Like he said, this was on Hulu. So we had to rent it on Amazon, but we were talking about it. And then Tony sends the thing that says what it is. And he goes, it's not this one. It's this one. And we hadn't. First we of all, watched, I don't sound like that. We watched two minutes. But that was me. Oh, okay. No, were, no, no. No, no. No, we watched. She won't let me talk. Go ahead. <laughs> we watched about two story. minutes when Tony sent the text about it being the what it was actually called. And I was like, but that's not what I wrote down. She neglects to tell you that that two minutes was a two-minute recap of the first movie. Oh, that's no! <laughs> She's like, oh, we only watched two minutes. Yes, that recap of the first fucking movie. <laughs> so, but, spoilers, so we know exactly so what happened. Is, this is part two of, a, so, of the two movies? So, Escape Room... Because like four or five of them. The this one the that we... One. Okay, okay, the one that we watched... There's other Escape that Rooms, you picked, like Escape Room 2019, okay. is the first in... The, this is a... We watched the sequel to this movie. Okay. I think it's going to be a trilogy, because... Uh, spoilers, after we watched the actual movie, we did go back and watch Escape Room Tournament of Champions, the whole thing. <laughs> I was like, hey, do you want to... Because we finished, I was like, do you want to watch the other one? And she's like, I don't know, maybe, kind of, do you? I'm like, we paid for it, I'm watching the fucking thing. I'm, I did miss about a half hour in the middle because I was making flight arrangements for Gwendolyn. So we did um, uh, Escape Room back-to-back double header. Okay. And the first one is better. Okay. Well. We'll hold all other thoughts. Have you seen the second one yet? I haven't seen it. Gwen and Cross will be She gets out again. Gwen will be here the 29th through the 2nd, and I think Cross will be here. I was really hoping. I was like, I hope this movie has some balls and kills her off halfway through, because you won't see that shit coming. Right. Yes. Yeah, because Logan, Miller, and Taylor, they're both in the first movie. Actually, there's many people from the first movie in the second movie. And it's not just from flashbacks, but, which, is a, which is also a cute way sh- sh- to... Man, you're spoiling the whole thing. So, a cute way to put people in a movie in a sequel is you do the flashbacks. Mm-hmm. So, then they're credited. They have to be credited in it mm-hmm. because their likeness is in it because of uh, Back yeah. to the Future. Right. That's a cute way to have the surprise comeback, which is what this movie did, by the way. Just, you're spoiling it. Tony might want to watch it. They're all, none of them are dead. You're spoiling the whole thing. None of them. Not one person died. None of them died? They all died. They all died. I'm lying. <laughs> How can... Like I've, Could well, we not spoil the sequel to the movie we haven't even died. spoiled yet? <laughs> I'm ruining right. it for Tony because I had watched the second one because of you. All right. Well, Rotten Tomatoes gives whichever one this is 50% critics, 54% audience score. Metacritic gave it 48%. Escape Room 2019. That's what this one is. The budget was $9 million and it made... Hundred and fifty five million. Holy well, shit! Why they made the sequel? And I, Twelve of them. <laughs> now they're going to make these things like Saw. <laughs> I am surprised that the budget was only nine million. They did a it, lot with it. Actually. It seems like they yeah, had they a lot. They a dollar on this. <laughs> a lot of practical effects. The cast was small, and, and was anybody like nobody. super? So the only okay. one that I really recognized was um, Amanda, the redhead. Yeah, she's from True Blood, which I did and not from recognize. Daredevil. And Daredevil, yeah. I when and it D&D. started, I will say I was I said to John, I got a real Jason X vibe from this. <laughs> Just the way the sets were, but it you know. It's not quite that well because it looked like well it was like the way the sets were made and I was just like the very the atmosphere's mu- music seemed like real low budget but very I like mean studio centric. Yeah, but actually as you got onto it it was quite good. Well it did well. Well the director is Adam Rubitel. Mm-hmm. He directed Escape Room Tournament of Champions <laughs> uh-huh. and the ta- the taking of Deborah Logan, some kind of 
horror movie. Has he signed off for the third one yet? Oh, who knows? It was written by Bragi F. Schutt, who wrote Samaritan mm-hmm. and the last, the last Voyage of the Demeter, which I haven't seen yet. Demeter. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's Demeter. No, it's Demeter. I don't think it is. I've I always, think you're wrong. I've always said Demeter, but that's a word that I've read more than I've heard. <laughs> I mean, it is a Greek that's just, name. That's and just I'm from always the how I've heard it's it. Demeter. <laughs> Do you got Demeter. a word Demeter? <laughs> Gorlami. And Maria Melnick. Despite that third best. Who also uh, wrote, uh, also worked, wrote, uh, Escape Room Tournament of Champions and um, American Gods. Dominic DeCoco. Oh, American Gods. <laughs> Starring Taylor Russell as Zoe. She was in the Lost in Space show, which I watched the, the first... The 60s? No, the, no, the, new, the one. new one. Which I watched the first season of. It was okay. And she was in Hot Air and Words on Bathroom Walls, which I heard is a really good movie, but I haven't watched it yet. I never heard of it. It's not a really good title. <laughs> no, it's like about mental illness. Sounds like something I'm not interested in. Uh, Logan Miller plays Ben. He was in a really bad movie called We Summon the Darkness. Mm-hmm. I want to emphasize it's a really bad movie that, sorry, that I watched. So, so bad Dude. it's not upcoming on the podcast. Did you watch uh, it to I, pick it for the podcast? Yes. Oh, no. Yes. Sometimes they're so bad he's like, no, I can't. What yes. is it that you kept talking so about? So that bad you it can't. Motherfucker made me watch Jack Frost too. <laughs> and and, the, and the, the movies I've picked, what was it? Um, God damn it. What was it, Demon Hunters or something? Yeah, something. You keep talking about there that. There was one movie, Demon Hunters or some shit, and We Summon the Darkness were so bad, they're worse than Jason X, and I didn't pick them for the movie. <laughs> worse it's, well, it's one thing. Worse if, than nipples falling off? Yeah, it's, if the movie's bad, but it's still kind of funny, I'll do it, just for the conversation. But these movies are bad and boring, and there's no forgiveness. Oh, God, no, there's not. Boring is bad. I don't, I would rather be scared to death than watch a boring movie. Right. Well, we saw in the darkness is uh, Alexander Daddario, and she picks these guys up at a concert and brings them back to the house, and they're all kind of getting drunky and stuff, and they're like, oh, they're, they're going to fuck and stuff. No, she's going to sacrifice them to the, to the devil, which sounds kind of fun, but it is not. It's very <laughs> All right. It sounds kind of fun. <laughs> also, Logan Miller was in a movie called Shit House, which could be another movie name for We Saw in the Darkness. Jay Ellis is Jason. He was in Top Gun Maverick. And oh yeah, that's what I fucking got from. Somebody I used to know. Mm-hmm. Ever, yeah. That was the Gautier song. Yes. yes. You didn't have to cut me out. Keep I don't know why I know. <laughs> that has a great video. I don't think I've ever seen the video. It's very cool. <laughs> Tyler Labine. Hold on, I'm busy right now. I'll get back to you. Played Mike. Mm-hmm. He was in Tucker and Dave versus Evil, which isn't bad. I recognized him, but I did not go through his IMDb to figure out why I recognized him. He was in Reaper. It's a short-lived oh, TV there we go. show. That's not where I know that dude from. Maybe I'll go and look. Deborah Rise Wolf. of the Planet of the Apes. Might could be. <laughs> could be. If he isn't a monkey. I like, know. I remember him as a younger man. That he's Robert Frank- Franklin. Now, I've never seen um, it, but is that a monkey's name? I mean, the, monkeys <laughs> monkey, the monkeys just have names in it. It's they don't a, have surnames. The name so isn't like, ooh, ooh, ah, ah. It's like Caesar and... His name but, is Robert Paulson. I mean, he's got gray hair. He's obviously an older man, and I remember him right as... Yeah. I mean, um, he's got 103 <laughs> acting credits. The first thing that is on this video is a naked man. <laughs> it's an interesting video. Uh, Deborah Ann Wool plays Amanda. She was in True Blood and Daredevil. And Nick Dodani plays Danny. 
uh, he was nothing and nothing that I had heard of, but it was a lot of television and voiceover acting. All right, we'll watch this later. We open on a young man, Ben, thrown into a room filled with puzzles, codes, and knickknacks in the guise of a study slash living room. Uh, he stumbles around and limps to the opposite side of the room where he finds a large puzzle with slidable numbers. He tries to figure out the code as he notices the far wall is closing in on him. Around the room he sees patterns and patterns and clues he believes will give him the answer. It does not, and he is seemingly crushed as the wall smashes him. Then we cut to three days earlier. Zoe's in physics class learning about quantum Zeno effect. During mass, during, during mass, during class, the teacher wants to call on her, but she's incredibly shy. He tells her that over break, she should probably do one thing that scares her. Just some, just something to work on her anxiety. Over Thanksgiving break. Yeah. Yes. Happy and that was the last mention of Thanksgiving yes. in this movie. There's one so more. The, and I said, I heard it. <laughs> there's Tony's Thanksgiving movie. Hey, sometimes that's how your Christmas picks are, so. <laughs> so we cut to Jason. Well, that's true. <laughs> but you just pick something with Shane Black. He's like, look, mistletoe. <laughs> we cut to Jason. He's a high-end stockbroker. He's ultra confident. His boss is giving him a trip to Tahiti on his private jet. He's a douche canoe. I mean, naked in Tahiti. We flash to Ben from the beginning. That's from Metro. He's pricing canned goods in the back of a grocery store. His boss checks on him and asks if he could uh, be, maybe be moved to the checkout. The boss says, ah, he couldn't put him up front because that would be bad for business. This is bullshit. <laughs> if you have an employee that wants to work the register and you need someone on the register, you put them on the register. <laughs> That's how retail works. This is bullshit. Well, but this is a small town and he's responsible for killing like half the kids in the and <laughs> But he's not in jail. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't I, know. I, 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 I want to know how he didn't get charged with at least three feel... counts of manslaughter. Involuntary vehicular manslaughter. I mean, like, he was drinking, right? It's not involuntary I mean, then. Weird. They just call it manslaughter. Because well, you got drunk and got behind the wheel of a car. There's nothing involuntary about it. Yeah. <laughs> you I mean, killed a bunch of people. Yeah, but you never know. I mean, unless he was like 13. I can't see. <laughs> well, he was probably Still. <laughs> like he was 16 because he said he was the first one. And of they wouldn't tried him as an adult. Yeah. I mean, yeah. maybe he only got like two years in juvie or something. Who knows? They don't say, they don't give us a lot of background about these people. They give us what we need, but they don't give us a lot. Well, you can so see why fine. later in the movie they want to give you too much because it comes back around. I mean, they don't really it's need It's coming to. back around again. They don't really This need. is for the people of the sun. They don't really need to give us more, but I'm just... A little rage against the machine for it. I'm just saying that's not how we do Only it. Tony got there. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With a pocket full of shells. Bulls on parade. Mm-hmm. He points at Ben's wow, flask wow, of alcohol wow, he has wow, at work wow. and says, that's not a good way to unwind. You should go outside and make a friend. We come back to Jason in his office. His assistant brings him a black box, tesseract size. It says, uh, it's from a client. He looks at the card. It says, for always thinking outside the box. Jason jokes, hopefully it will be keys to a Tesla. Rich people are weird. He throws it to his assistant who puts it on his table. It's a box that doesn't open. <laughs> Zoe's walking the halls of her dorm and anybody who's ever seen Hellraiser knows if someone gives you a puzzle box you don't Keep it. open it I mean <laughs> throw it away I feel like one of the I was reading would you open it? the reviews the if, I you a, yeah, if I could do a puzzle box for Christmas if would you, you open it? where'd one? you get it? yes if you got it on <laughs> Amazon it. absolutely if you got it in the Orient from some <laughs> dude that eats crickets no <laughs> where'd you get it? I met a, an old man <laughs> with long whiskers <laughs> it was this or some mogwai so no 
He said, give him this box. <laughs> and then he vanished in a puff of smoke. Yeah. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Zoe's walking the halls of her dorm. Burn that fucking thing. She's struggling hard with her social anxiety. Um, her roommate asks her if she's sure she doesn't want to come with her to her family's for Thanksgiving dinner. She says no. Her roommate leaves. Zoe starts to freak out. And it was all a dream. Yes, her roommate she... is really leaving this time, but they're not close, apparently. And she has, but she finds a package for Zoe at the front door. So, her roommate already got a package. Hello! Ha-cha-cha-cha. She went out to go out with her boyfriend. What do you she think? She went to roommate? that party. Yeah. You don't know if she got a package. <laughs> That's fair. You're just inferring. I'm not judging her. I'm just saying, hey, good for you. I didn't say judging. I said inferring. Those are two very different words. What do you think college kids do? They bump fuzzies. Not all of them. And not every night. <laughs> Guarantee he tried. I mean, got, he put his bid in. It's not the only stuff that he wanted for. Hey! Him. All right. It's a box from a professor, just like Jason's. I would not accept gifts from my professor. They're all mad about her heart because it's inside of her pumping. He's not. It is weird. It, it is very it's weird. overstepping the bounds of yes. propriety there. I feel like the talk he had with her after class when she wouldn't speak up is perfectly. Are you boning like, him? <laughs> you knew the answer and you didn't say anything. You need to work on that. You should put yourself out there because you knew the answer. Yes, that's something a good teacher would do. But by but sending her this package? Yeah, that's too far. Well, he didn't. And I know he didn't. <laughs> and, and like if you look at the stockbroker, getting this from a rich guy, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. This rich dude is sending him this thing. It makes perfect sense. But like... Ben and his boss at the grocery store that would make buying sense. him an expensive skate route? No, that doesn't make sense. Sure it does. <laughs> sure it does. Okay. Well, my well, boss would buy something like that for me. Yeah, I feel like you just had a glitch because you went, sure it does. <laughs> sure it does. <laughs> you know what that means. We've changed something in the Matrix. I, I know, know, that is Was what it, it the means. the same cat? <laughs> I think my boss would... Maybe set up a way for way, my whole team to before. do an escape room <laughs> <Yeah>. together, <laughs> but would not send me a box to do it on my own. It would be a team building exercise. Yeah, <laughs> it's just interesting. Well, Ben clocks out. I love in these movies they don't show it, but there's always someone who just smashes the. Uh, <laughs> no, Ben tried that. Ben tried. It didn't work. He smashed the shit out of that with a hammer. He very easy massage. You what movie was it where they away. had the same kind of thing? They had puzzle boxes, and they go back and show everybody doing it, and one person would just broke it open. <laughs> Well, each of them looks at the box. Zoe, ins- Zoe inspects it, uh, inspects it, trying to find parts to unlock. Jason watches YouTube videos to see if the well. Then he will show him the answer. Ben gets frustrated and tosses it across the room. It slides to a halt, and there's a small part that clicks open. Little by little, each one opens the black box, and at the end, a card pops out. This serves as an early entry voucher, entry voucher, for Minos <laughs> escape rooms. What are you doing over there? My watch told me I needed four more steps. <laughs> so I did a little... You don't have <laughs> I to do what dance. the robot overlords tell you. Let's have You'll get some more wins. steps before we get home. Let's have Skynet yeah. wins. Yeah, but now she's made her goal already, so those are extra. By doing this? Those are bonus. It was exercise? Okay. Her <laughs> whole body twisted? Sit over here and be like, this sucks. <laughs> so Audra, to get her steps in, just walks around her house. I do that sometimes. Yeah. She'll be on her phone so be like, and she what just are walks you around doing? I'm just pacing back yeah, I was think, and forth. I was thinking Carly glitches to totally just walk weird. around and walk around. I'm like, are you okay? <laughs> I need 16 more steps. <laughs> I mean, Audra, I think it's totally weird, but also fine. 
Like yes, because we were at, on vacation at, the, yep. at your sister's wedding. She's walking around the house. Meanwhile, we're playing Oculus, so we all look normal. <laughs> I, I said it was fine. Ken's daughter was there, like I'm hiding in my room. Fuck these people. <laughs> they were doing Legos while we were playing the Oculus, and Audra was just walking around the house. Look, it was the coolest this house is a judgment free zone. <laughs> The uh, card also says, whoever is the first to escape our most immersive room ever wins $10,000. Which is why John and I would go. <laughs> it doesn't okay. seem enough for the stockbroker. He went, he said, because he felt like the, cl- the client sent it and he, he had to be able to say that he went when he talked to the client. You never really tell about how much money this guy makes either. I mean, he does have a Ducati, so I'm sure he's well off. But... $10,000 is still $10,000. <laughs> and he says that, I think, at one point. He says it's still $10,000. So You can't have enough money. It's true. <laughs> you always want more money. It doesn't matter how who, much money you have. I don't know. Those lefties say that enough money is enough money. You know, There's only so much you can have. That's because they... But they still want more money. They just don't... They also, think right, we should be content want, with our they don't poorness. Want, they don't want you to have any more That's money. That's correct. <laughs> also, he's hyper-competitive. Yes. And, you know... And like it he did. Says, he wants to win. Bucks ten bucks. Mm-hmm. Well, a red-headed woman pulls into the parking lot. Um, like, is that the girl who dated Foggy? And I was like, <laughs> I don't know who that is. <laughs> See, she sees Ben and asks if this is the Mino escape room. He says, I think so. She goes in. A man asks for her ID, makes a name tag for her, and asks her for and her phone. And he puts it on her boob. He Weird. touches. He touches her boob, and that smile. And he sh- and she sorry. says, usually you have to buy me dinner first. If, okay, if I she went to a thing, me and I put it on myself. <laughs> if I went to a thing and a creepy, and a security guard creepily touched my boob and then smiled at me like that, I'm getting out of that elevator. I'm going home. I, I don't need $10,000. Nope. Now it was through a jacket. It, it doesn't matter. I know, but All right, it's let me not see. like he wasn't weird. I'm going to reach over and graze your boob, and you tell me if it's creepy or not. Through <laughs> a jacket. No, it just it doesn't matter. You just tell me. How creepy is this? You go I'm somewhere, saying, this is a stranger. They I'm, print a I thing know, with your name on it, and I they know. put it on your chest for you? It's just not saying, okay for you to touch my boob, and you're not a stranger. It's not okay for Carly to touch my boob, and she's not a stranger. It's definitely not okay for a stranger to. <laughs> now, not like that. Uncomfortable. <laughs> I'm just saying. Go get me a name tag, Tony, quick. I, just saying, he didn't. he wasn't groping her boob. Yeah. No, 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 no. Clear, I'm just saying, you're I want to be clear. I want to be clear of the level. Mm-hmm. There's, a, there's, no, a and and just patting on a jacket. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Still, it wasn't. It, it was. I would feel very I, uncomfortable. I feel like it would be less creepy if he actually groped her. But the way he did it was so No, no, creepy. that was inappropriate touching, Tony. That was it not It was okay. inappropriate touching, but it wasn't like they were making it sound a little more than it was. No, it he was smiled. It I think was it was that bad. sexual gratification. Like, you couldn't see, but, but, the, but it was a full-on razor. Actually, <laughs> but it, I mean, I think the fact that we are so upset by it shows how sinister this guy was. And it sets the tone for the movie. I'm surprised she didn't hit him. Like, straight up, like, punch him in the face. Like, bitch, touch me again. See what happens. She seems she, like she, she should have. Right. By it. Like, cash me outside. How about that? Well, not yeah. that, that's rash. Yeah, she didn't seem like she was rash. that upset by it. So, again, as we learned on our Rocky episode, if she doesn't say no, it's fine. But she did kind of look like, the fuck? Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, hey, do you know what usually happens? Um, rich people do this to women all the time, and it's okay because they're rich. 
No, it's not okay. No, yeah, the women are okay with it. They're not. Nope. Vi- they don't feel. Nope. No, they don't feel uh, objectified You're about it. You're incorrect. No, it's th- only when hot guys do it, and that guy wasn't hot. No, th- <laughs> explain that to Nicole Smith and that old guy to me, because I'm pretty sure he grabbed her tux. Yeah, but she he married, married him. Yeah, but she was actively dating him. For his money, um, it's different. She like she's stripper? not. She's not dating the security <laughs> guard at the escape room. She's not interested in him. She doesn't think he has billions of dollars that he she might. would like to live off the rest of her life. He may be this the guy running a, this thing. She doesn't know anything about him. You think for one second, Anna Nicole Smith did not know that that was a rich old man? Oh, she knew Hondo. She yes, and she was <laughs> accepting. She was trading her body for money. It's fine. That's allowed. It's the world's oldest contract. We don't got anything against Anna Nicole Smith here. She made that old man last year's very happy. Yes, she did. It's fine. Good for her. So she gives him her phone. (laughs) (laughs) He says they don't want anyone twittering the poster, the puzzles. Sorry, I kicked you now. It's all right. It's Miss B. As she gets all up in the middle of the floor underneath the table. She has separation anxiety. She was on the streets. She did some time in the pokey. She's a Velcro dog. (laughs) Did I send you that thing about Velcro cats? I don't know. I sent it to John, and I think I sent it to Audra. (laughs) Might have to send it to you. The thing about a Velcro cat. You sliding into his DMs? Is that what you're telling me? I'm all up in his DMs. I'm not sliding in. I'm in there like a wrecking ball. Velcro cats. I woke up (laughs) at night... And Lizzie is in between my feet where she sleeps. And I look over, and Tony has one cat on his lower abdomen and one cat in between his knees. And they both look at me like, what are you doing awake? (laughs) Well, I I saw this thing about this guy who was saying, "This I have a Velcro cat. I just learned this term. And he tells you all the things, like, you can't do anything without your cat. And I said it to John, and I was like, I got Velcro dogs. Really? Explain this to me then. (laughs) Friends, right now, Chael is pushing my arm for me to pet him. Yeah, Who was the other dog, if you don't know. But they follow me around the house. The fifth it's member like, of the podcast. I can't get up. <laughs> I can't go get my cup of coffee and come back to the same room without them. Fo- it's like a fucking trail. <laughs> <laughs> but this piece of Velcro dog. Well, Amanda gets in the elevator. There's a younger man, uh, Middle Eastern man in there. He also has a name tag, Danny. He has a phone, though. He says he sneaks one in, a second one in, because the waiting rooms can be long and boring. So she enters the waiting room. Inside is Jason, Zoe, and a heavyset white dude named Mike. Amanda can see a woman behind a hazy glass and knocks on it. A voice says, have a seat. We'll be right. We'll be with you shortly. She says, okay. And sits. They all chit-chat. Uh, Mike. <laughs> they don't all chit-chat. Well, <laughs> There's some uncomfortable... Mike. We don't know each other, yet we're grouped together yeah. in this escape room. Mike seems like the kind of guy that needs to make chit-chat. And Danny, of course, loves escape rooms. We learned that real quick. He's a big gamer. Mike had a husky name, Amanda, with different colored eyes. Which is a weird thing to be like, Very oh, weird. you have the same name as a dog I had a long time ago that died. She's dead. <laughs> Dogs die. <laughs> Thanks for that. Thanks for sharing. <laughs> Jason has a wicked scar down his thumb and wrist. Says it was a hitchhiking accident, and Danny says, "Wow, can you still play video games?" Jason says, "Unfortunately, no." So he has to have sex with women to fill the time, which was hilarious. Amanda says, "Zoe looks really familiar. Were you on TV?" She's uh, like, "No." She looks down at her feet. And She's very her head. uncomfortable because it's a social situation. Yes. Ben comes. She's in extremely last. introverted, which I'm even shocked that she was able to go to this escape room. Let's mm-hmm. be real. Mike says, so this should be fun, right? Then he says, yeah, they're basically 
real life video games. He's done 93 of them. Man and Mike say they want to win the 10K. Mike says he's a truck driver now because he had an injury in the ba- in the past and robots are going to come take his job. So he'd like to squirrel away some extra cash before that happens. Yeah, but if it's $10,000 and then, you know, you got to pay a... a a tax. prize tax on that, which but, is like 45%, okay. and then you got to pay your federal and state taxes well, on it. So you're only coming out yeah. with like three and a half thousand. But, honey, what? let's really discuss this because I think we need to. One, it's a movie. Oh. And two, people do not understand how prize winnings they work. They really don't. I'm pretty so sure the rich nobody, guy does. Yeah, <laughs> but he's got to yeah, pay a bunch does. of it. But nobody, like, let's just conservatively. 99.9% of the United States does not understand how prize money works. I know. That's why people who win big prizes always end up in... Um, in debt or in bankruptcy. Debt and, and, and have it was like, it was the worst thing ever. I won $100,000 and I spent, you know, 60000 and now yeah. I owe 100000 yeah. <laughs> Yes, because they don't understand. Even though there are people that will help you understand your tax liabilities. Yes, but lawyers they, who will take 30%. But they cost money that people yeah. don't want to spend. Yeah. <laughs> There are all these wonderful lawyers who will take a nice 30% to tell you how to keep the other 5% that you're walking away with. <laughs> so I like, oh, I won the lotto for a billion dollars. But first of all, you don't get a billion dollars. <laughs> but if you won a billion dollars, the three million that you would get is plenty. <laughs> no, it's not. Elaine uh, thinks that that's a lot of stop money. Stop with your that's math. <laughs> what did he say? In, I mean, with the gun, it's like it was a 33% chance with the revolver. And um, so like your math skills are. Your are math are, skills. <laughs> Or baffling or some shit. I don't know. That's still one of my favorite parts. But like, when we go to my parents' house, sometimes we watch Wheel of Fortune. And I'm like, but that person didn't win anything. You know, yeah. they they had to go to wherever they're filming. Probably stay in a hotel for however many days so they could be on the show. And then maybe they won $3,000. Yeah, also. And they don't actually get any of it. John was almost on a game show. And good God, the information they wanted. <laughs> Dude, they won all kinds of personal. I was actually on a, almost on a couple of game shows. The first game show I was, I was. They were like, "Okay, you got People one foot on the stage. You can't. Even when they don't you know, win you're good now." <laughs> and then they were like, "Yep, you're not on." <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, wow!" So the, our casting agent, which is what they call it, was like, "You can't blow this. You guys are you're so good." And you did your last audition, and then we were like, "Nope, you're not going." And I blame the other guy. <laughs> he blames me because it was a partner thing. But they liked John so much they tried to get him on this yeah. other game show, and but then how, they wanted all this information. And, and that's how I, like, I believe that no it was him. You. Because after that, she kept calling me to get me on other shows, and she never called him. Oh, well. <laughs> I'm like, hey, you getting all these phone calls from her? And he's like, no. I was like, oh. Yeah, she, she keeps trying to get me on all these game shows. And I was going to do another one, but then they wanted more personal information. And I'm like, I gave all that to you already last time. Yeah. I'm not going to keep doing this. And then it was a Snoop Dogg game show. I was like, I don't want to be on a, a show yeah. with Snoop Dogg. Because we have some personal beef. <laughs> I met him. I saw him once. He's West Side and Joe's East Side. <laughs> we were talking about Snoop Dogg one day at work. And I was like, well, I would never buy any of this stuff because we're anti-Snoop Dogg in my house. You're anti-Snoop Dogg house. <laughs> Dude gave me the side eye. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. So I but threw up some West Side and I He has it. a whole Snoop Doggy col- dog collection, which we sell at the store. It's fucking hideous. I it remember when Snoop Dogg killed the guy? He yeah. is having a comeback. <laughs> it would be fine. No, I think he's always been around. But I think it, he's just selling think, his but ass. But he's now. very popular all of a First sudden. First of all, yeah, in the last for year weird or two, stuff now. He's like he's selling like dog toys and we, like but, okay, but that I'm makes trying sense. to milk it for everything. Okay. <laughs> Snoop Dogg dog toys. That is 
commercialism at its best. Good job on him. Just as a side. <laughs> he hangs out with Martha but, Stewart. You can't be around those kind of people. But we have two celebrity collections at work. We have Dolly Parton and we have Snoop Dogg. And Dolly Parton is fucking selling like a gangbuster. Oh, I'd buy Dolly. Nobody wants Snoop Dogg shit because it says Snoop Dogg on every fucking inch of everything. Yeah. Like, you would buy your dog this hoodie with a gold chain if it yeah. didn't say Snoop Dogg every six inches. <laughs> I'd buy it. And if it said Dolly every six inches, I'd still buy it. Because yeah, I mean, she's Dolly. She's a national she's treasure. Dolly. She's working nine to five. I mean, she did kidnap a guy She's once, but more than nine to five. Holy shit! Everything I need to know, I learned from Dolly Parton. <laughs> I bought that book for Elaine for Christmas like four years ago, and she's never read it. I mean, I can I'm tell because I have a you hear the crack of that spine as she's going Jane through Austin it. That is, it's really just a coffee table book. It's Here. for it's for show. There's <laughs> no time for self pity. Get down off that cross, honey. Somebody needs the wood. <laughs> yeah, is that, That's is a quote it, from Dolly Parton. Is that a sex thing? Yes. <laughs> Someone needs the wood. No, I don't think any. No, that's about Jesus, sir. Oh. <laughs> Jesus got down. Mary Magdalene was pregnant. Oh, that was a Dan Brown book. Never mind. Yeah. And also, Dogma. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what are you doing, crazy butts? <laughs> Yes. Just Mary gave birth to Christ right without knowing the touch of a man. To believe right. a married couple never got down is plain gullibility. All right, well, look. It's, it's been a, great a couple line. weeks since we podcasted, and we're really just having a conversation yeah. here. We're just going to go Mike off asks Danny. Hey, so, Ben, call in right So now. what are the rules? <laughs> he says, Wow, we're still that part? Yeah, shit. You have to figure out. We haven't got to the first room yet. Yes, we have. shut us up. <laughs> you just have to figure out the clues and escape the room before time runs out. Did you feed the dogs by chance? I fed them before we came down. Thanks for interrupting the podcast with that important. And Amanda says, "Or what?" He goes, "Or the 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 game master comes in and points out all the clues you missed, and you feel like an idiot." He said, "The GM should be in in any minute to explain everything." Ben says, "Well, while we wait for him, I'm gonna run outside and smoke." And then when he goes to the door, he pulls the door handle; it just comes right off. And there's a combination lock underneath it. No, no, it's an oven dial. It's an oven dial. You don't know that at first. but I'm not going to turn anything that looks I like an oven dial. First. I thought it was a, uh, a vault lock combination yeah. thing. Too. Well, you don't see it till they come back to it. Because yeah. it looks like a dial for a safe. Danny gets super excited. He thinks this is the first escape room. It started already. Danny locks, looks at the combo lock and says, it resembles an oven dial. So they have to look around the room. Each person tears into a couch or looks at a magazine or a plant or whatever to try and find clues. Has anybody ever been in the escape room thing? Yes. No. I have. I don't I do, do them because they have fake clues, and that pisses me off. If you want to, if you want to lock me in a room and make me have clues to get out, I'm down. So but if you have fake clues that waste my time, I'm not. I'm not playing your stupid game. So we once, <laughs> we they made us do it once for work, like, mm-hmm. and I was busy that day, you know, jazz triangling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so they made a team, and the room they put us in evidently was the hard one because they had a bunch of us who went to different rooms, and we got stuck with the hard one. We were the only one to finish, and we had like four and a half minutes left, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and no one had finished that room. Yep. And the bassist and the guy that plays the cello, yeah. we were all like braggadocious. Yeah. We were team awesome. Nice. Um, when I used to do loss prevention. This was probably seven years ago when we still did in-person team building shit. I don't do loss prevention anymore, people. But uh, we had to... Now she steals. Pete made us do a escape room. Didn't Pete get fired? Uh, no, he quit. It's the whole thing. Um, <laughs> and he made us do an escape room. And it was a good time. But these are people, like, we all work at different stores across the state. Like, we don't know. Like, it wasn't fun doing it with your friends. It was doing it with people you only email with. <laughs> So it wasn't like a super great time, but it, you know, it was okay. 
I would do. I'm previous to this movie. I would do another one, but not now. <laughs> so I sent uh, Tony a thing on Instagram. It was an it themed escape room. Nope. Oh dear. <laughs> so if there, escape it. if there was ever a room that Elaine didn't want to go anywhere near, yeah. it's that. Alright, so it looks like an oven timer. Amanda notices all the magazines are addressed to Dr. Wu-Tan Yu. They're all about fire, too. And says, that's weird, but it's not, because every doctor's place I've ever gone to is always addressed to the one person. Yeah, this yeah, isn't but... a doctor's office. This is an I know, room. I know, but I'm just saying, like, that's not that crazy. Uh, she thinks it's a clue. Because there's no way out. The players don't see it, but we do, that all the clues have to do with fire. Mike finds a bookshelf, he pulls Fahrenheit 451 off it, opens it, and inside is a screwdriver. And Zoe is like, oh, 451, that's it. And Dumb Nuts puts the temperature at 451. I'm not sure if you're aware of that, of how hot that is. But you know the hot days in summer? Yeah, four times that. <laughs> Suddenly the room starts to heat up like an oven. All of a sudden you're cooking. <laughs> Slowly they get nervous uh, of the heat, but the knob lock won't move anymore. And they're all real pissed at Zoe. Yeah. Well, they should be. Because she turned the oven on. Because <laughs> even if she put it on 100, it would be hot as balls in there. But Literally. It's weird because the obvious way out would not be the way out anyways. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because then which, you would just go back in the which hall. Which Danny should know. <laughs> which Danny should know. So that couldn't possibly be the way out. So they should have been searching for a different way out the whole time once they discovered that Especially this was the correct room. He did 93 other ones. Yeah. He should be handling this. Mm-hmm. But um, as soon as it starts to get hot, it's very clear that whole room is an oven. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, luckily we had seen a preview of, I mean, the recap of the last movie. So I knew exactly how this ended. <laughs> <laughs> well, Amanda gets, uh, starts to freak out a bit and she goes, what are we, what are we supposed to do? And Danny says, well, sometimes uh, you get a hint if you ask for it. And she says, why didn't you bring this up earlier? And her and Jason bang on the glass to the receptionist and they say, we'd like our hint now. Uh, she says, have a seat, and someone will be with you shortly. And she says it again. And Zoe says, well, notices that it's the same cadence and pitch, so it's a recording. And Jason sees a snow globe next to it with a sailboat on it, and he's triggered. So <clears throat> there's a lock on the receptionist's area. Ben grabs a fire extinguisher. He says, fuck this, we're just going to smash the lock off. Uh, but it's fake. And he throws it on the ground. But pulling it off the wall makes the temperature in the room go up. Yeah, you can see different heating coils turn on. Zoe inspects the fire extinguisher, though, and pulls the ring off. It's a key. She wants to use it, but Jason's like, hold on. <laughs> you just fucked it up before. Let's hold on a second. And then, but then the rest talk him into trying it, and he's like, all right, fine. We'll do it then. And now the window's he's open. He's really rude to her most of the time. Like, she's extremely introverted and has terrible social skills. And, they, I mean, they never say if she's on the spectrum or anything like that. But he kind of implies that he thinks she might be... Well, he calls on, her Rain Man. Yeah, he calls yeah. her Rain Man. And it's, like, it's really fucking rude. Yeah. And she has a lot of really good insight most of the movie. Like she, she's, she's just a, not 100%, but yeah. she does really good. She's, she's just a, There's she's, a reason why she wins in two movies. Yeah, she's a physics major well, or whatever. She's, she's, she's Stop spoiling the second movie. Tony might want to watch it. Oh, he better. <laughs> um, That's good. The window opens, but the receptionist is a mannequin. Welcome back to the podcast. Creepy. But this one doesn't bang. <laughs> Andrew, what's his name? The phone Garfield. rings. The phone rings. And Garfield everyone... is not Garfield. No, that's Garfield. Spider-Man. But in my head, I went Dice Clay. No. <laughs> McCarthy. 
not Dice Clay or Garfield. <laughs> My, uh, and, Those Andrew, are different movies. Andrew Garfield, you know, the lesser Spider-Man. Yeah. Now I want a re- remake of Mannequin with Andrew Garfield. <laughs> and Andrew Dice Clay. I'd watch that. <laughs> Andrew Dice Clay needs to be the Hollywood. Guard. No, <laughs> yeah. no, Andrew Dice Clay needs to be Hollywood. Andrew Garfield no, would be the man. He's not he would never allow himself to be not taken seriously. He's got this thing where he's like a tough guy image yeah. and he's like sixty something yeah, okay, years Steven old. He wears, he wears fingerless gloves, dude. Yeah. He's the only he, tough guy. Dude is like sixty years old, wears fingerless gloves and carries cigarettes because he quit smoking, but you know he's gotta go. <laughs> I like fingerless. He's also gloves. doing this horrible Italian guy uh, in imitation and he's Jewish. His name is Andrew Silverstein. I know way too much about it. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit. Well, you do love a documentary. I do. That's where I learned that. It's like his, oh. his real name is Silverstein. John, hmm? I just thought about the Roman Empire. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. Kelsey. Did you see that Saturday Night Live skit where the wives are all pissed because all their husbands think about the Roman Empire? Elaine asked me, do you think about the Roman Empire every day? Pretty much, yeah. Problem. How many and times? Like six or seven? <laughs> now he just tells me every time he thinks about it. And Not I every tell time. <laughs> The only time I think about it is when y'all bring it up. <laughs> well, um, Shields up, apparently. <laughs> um, but every time I think about it, which is more often than I would like, I do tell John. <laughs> I think about it at least three, four times a day. Jeez. So if I'm on Facebook, I do follow a thing about Rome, like ancient Rome, not mm-hmm. current Rome. And usually they have a thing about ancient Rome. So, yeah. Well, I don't think current Rome counts when they talk about the Roman Empire. No, because that was thousands <laughs> of years ago. Yeah, so I they really have very little in common other than know, they have the same buildings. I don't think you need to make that distinction. You could have just said, I follow a thing about the Roman Empire. <laughs> not the Holy Roman Empire, because that was not Rome. See, people get that wrong. It, it is no, Rome, though. No, it's not. It's but a it completely is. different thing. They just but took it the is name. Rome. No, they could, it's a completely different thing. They took the name. It is a country called Rome. It's there city. was a dream that was Rome. Well, the phone rings. <laughs> and Jason answers it. Someone help me here. It says, welcome to Minos Escape Rooms. The, the Byzantines have more claim to be Romans than the Holy Roman Empire. Of escape rooms. Nobody even knows what the Byzantines are. Well, they didn't know they were Byzantines at the time. They thought they were Romans. <laughs> Stand by for our uh, podcast about Rome. Ah, I'm not going to be on that one. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't know anything about the Roman Empire. You're going to be true. the one wait, learning wait. things. Was Kevin Costner in a movie about Rome? <laughs> I don't think so. It could be our. It could be our. Um, our. What is it when he says in? Um, oh, his thesis when he's watching the cartoons in. Um, oh, that's PCU. That. Yeah, or, or not the cartoons or the. the like, I guess a the theory TV. that it was like two actors were always on TV at one time. Yep. And then they were in the same movie together. And he's, he's like, like "This is my closing <laughs> fucking statement right here. I can stop watching TV." Okay. The most famous designer of escape rooms. We recommend following all poster rules. In, man. When Jason hangs it's up, the whiskey sour. I'm not drinking a whiskey sour. I'm having a seven to seven. I'm about to go get another one because Carly needs more wine. That's I true. Do. <laughs> when Jason hangs up, more heating elements come on. Amanda is super triggered, and Zoe gets her to go drink some water from the dispenser, which was a mistake. Zoe hands Amanda the glass of water. It wasn't, though. It was. Tony and I have thoughts about this, but we'll wait till we get there. (laughs) It wasn't a mistake at all. Now you can see that with her jacket off, Amanda has large burn scars on her back and neck. They have Campbell style from the craft. Slowly, we'll go back Uh, to this podcast. Burn scars. (laughs) scars. I guess. Uh, Slowly, each character starts to lose their cool. Zoe puts a glass on the table. Mm -hmm. Table, and she notices the drink coasters don't move. So she pushes one down, and the small passage she on the wall. She sees a sign that says, 
that he would because like it, you to use, always use coasters. Yeah. Because it says obey all the rules, and there's a sign that says always use coasters. So she runs over to look at the coasters. And she pushes it down, and, and part of a wall opens up. There's six coasters, so you know you can hold them all down, and then they open up. Four of them hold the coasters, push the coasters down. Opens up, Jason climbs into it, and it's a metal duct like Die Hard. Jason finds a grating, but he needs a screwdriver to open it. Which the other dude... Which Mike found in the book. Found yeah. already. And Amanda holds Mike's coaster down so he can climb through the duct to get to him. The mannequin starts to melt. Jason opens it and says, let's go. Amanda struggles, but she makes it through the duct. Zoe goes in behind her and uh, fills up the glasses and puts them down on some of the coasters. A full glass is enough to hold it down. Amanda is hurrying, uh, is having PTSD flashbacks from her military time. Zoe goes next and fills up some more glasses. One, two, three, four, five. But now the water has run out because of the amount that Amanda had drank. Tony goes, I'd just pee in that glass. We're peeing in it. So in the trivia... Can you pee in on demand? If we're going to burn to death, yes. I don't know. (laughs) Or or we're going to wring our shirts out in the fucking (laughs) water. Lima bean bladder over here could definitely. Yeah. definitely could. She would have already had to pee three says, times during this. Hey, do you have to pee? Well, I didn't before. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I was curious. But that's not gonna be enough pee. <laughs> but it seemed like there was a bunch of glasses. Just put a stack of glass. Something is heavy. In, There's lots of heavy shit in this room. Like grab those um, magazines, put them on top. Yeah. On IMDb, Uh-oh. it says, because oh, like, I was reading the trivia and there wasn't very much, wasn't. and then I accident- I was going to look for quotes, but I accidentally hit on goops, Uh-oh. and the very first one says that in the oven scene, they didn't need water to fill the glasses, they could have just put books on top and yeah. it would have held them down. Exactly. Yes. So there was plenty of heavy things that would have held the glasses down. Yes, but they were also in a state of panic. Yeah. You yes, <laughs> that's true. Because it was 400 degrees. Four fifty one. And the exact. ceiling. But was that last fifty one didn't really matter. At the end, like the fans. Anything came north on, of three hundred, you the just ceiling like, God, was lowering the oven close. Because the broiler boiling. was turned on. The broiler was on. And we <laughs> seen <shouldn't> been. <laughs> Very often. It was a forced air oven with the broiler. Our delivery going. system or service mm-hmm. will tell us to turn the broiler on. We don't have a broiler. So you have a broiler? Well, yes, we, we have a drawer, yes, but it's full of pans, so we're not using it. Well, you do have a boiler. You're just <laughs> so not we just turn it. on the oven to like four fifty, four seventy five. But it doesn't do this exactly what the broiler would do because we didn't turn the broiler on. <laughs> but four fifty one is not broil. But Ben remembers he has a flask, and apparently his flask was completely full because it manages to fill up that glass, and then. He and Danny are managed to escape right before a bout of flame engulfs the coffee table. What sure. the fuck? No, it engulfs the room. Yeah. Well, Not but the it, coffee table. But it goes right for the coffee table. It sure like does. It shoots. It shoots a flamethrower, like thirty flamethrowers amount yep. of flame directly at that. Somebody called nine one one. Shorty fire burning I mean, on the dance floor. Them hippies were dead. <laughs> well, they make it to the next room. Mm-hmm. It's a winter cabin in the woods. Once inside, Amanda's done. She's like, I quit. She's like, I quit. Let's go. You I win. want the ten thousand. Let me go home. Each place has cameras, and she waves into it. And says she is gone. Let me out. And they're like, Nah. 
and no one responds because she, that's how this kind of escape. I checked out when I was playing the escape room. I'm like, I wonder if we can get out. You sure shit can. <laughs> yeah, at any time because it's fake. Yeah. This is not fake. This is human it's hunting. Not kidnapping. Yeah. I was like, I wonder if we can. Yeah, sure can. Well, we can I mean, it's not kidnapping. They came there voluntarily, but it is like human hunting. Mm-hmm. The last great adventure. So she tries to call the police on Danny's phone, but you guessed it, no bars. Jason Which, Franz. what's the point of taking all their phones if they're just going to block cell service? Yeah. So they like, don't record it. You know what else blocks cell service? Killing the, people? The building I work in. <laughs> it's fucking yeah, that's black weird. Hole. Lane works in like a black hole. Like I do too now where I work, all the way out in Jazz Triangle Land. There's no cell service. I, the back of grocery stores are like that, but that's solid. Well, because I know Dude. what where where I go is there's two towers that just I'm in that gray area. Uh, where it's some kind like if I go way over here, it works. If I go over here, it works. But if I'm at where my desk is, nothing. It's there's certain areas of the store where it gets better reception than others. Yeah, and if you're on the store Wi-Fi, like you can access the internet mostly, but it is like it's a store Wi-Fi, so yeah, it blocks some exactly. kind of stuff. So Do you, you don't have a private Wi-Fi for the employees? No. What the fuck? No, Mr. I work for the city. I work uh-uh. for the city. I work for a bar. Look, we have... It's called the city. We have the bar a private Wi-Fi for employees Formally at puzzles. the school, but you can only well, access Twist, it with school-issued devices. So you cannot use Formally your phone puzzles. on the Wi-Fi but that Formally you have a password to. The worst <laughs> black hole in the entire building be Wonder Woman's. is the fucking break room. not 84, room. because that was shit. Do you know what's really scary? At my school, Bees. there's a dead zone for the radios. <laughs> like the walkie-talkies that we use when you need help, there's a dead zone okay, so for the radios. Our walkie-talkies <laughs> that we currently yeah. have... works. <laughs> our walkie-talkies that we currently have are apparently really great because Denise had to go to Sam's Club to get food for Black Friday. And um, her the walkie-talkie went all the way to the Sam's Club <laughs> parking lot. I don't have walkie-talkies at work. If I need to get in a hold of my boss, I just lean over and go, Hey, bar back. I thought you just went... Ding, 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 ding. Uh, one of my students had a behavior well, in the nurse's office, oh. and they tried to call us, and they couldn't because they, they were in the dead, dead zone. zone. <laughs> That's right terrible. It is terrible. <laughs> now all I can think about is that TV show, The Dead Zone. That um, starred Anthony Michael Hall when he got hot. Was he hot? Well, he wasn't hot when he was a kid, but he's hot as grown up. Yeah. (laughs) That man had a glow up. The only person who had a bigger glow up than Anthony Michael Hall is that kid that played Neville Neville in fucking Harry Potter. Um, Patrick Dempsey. No, no. He's McDreamy. He was always cute. cute. No, he wasn't. He was McDorky. There is no one fuglier than that kid that played Neville Longbottom, and he is a fucking hunk and a half. He's got that Harry Potter money. Yes, that he is one big. I'm sure he doesn't have like um, Hermione money, but he's doing all right. I'm sure he gets more ass than Ed Sheeran. That dude is attractive. I don't think so. Ed Ed Sheeran Sheeran gets a lot of ass. Ed Sheeran is married. That doesn't mean he doesn't get ass. Ed Sheeran married his high school sweetheart, and they still live in the same town they grew up in. Gross. That. So Jason finds the front door, and I know way too much about Ed Sheeran. (laughs) I was trying to save you, but you kept talking about Ed Sheeran. That's because I have more. That's because he likes watches. I have more. Wait. Okay. <laughs> so they search the room. Mike but they're asks, Richard Meals, so they're ugly. <laughs> Mike asks Danny about other escape rooms. Hmm. Are they this long? He says, well, the last one he went to had five rooms. 
Jason finds the key for the lock. Which they're like, okay, wow, so we just have to make it through four more rooms. That doesn't make any sense. Just because you went to one that had five rooms. You brought over the key. This one has five rooms. This one, this one could have twenty rooms. It was me, and I love it. Jason finds the key for the lock. It's good wine. I don't really like reds, but it's really good. Notice I'm not sneezing like when I drink the white. But there's another key. This one is seven letter word. Mike sees the tapestry go. It says, you'll go down in history. I instantly went Rudolph. Did anybody else? Everybody Tony did too. Over. And I was like, what song? And I had to think about it because I'm not quite in Christmas. Curly singing. And I was no, like, she I did. didn't know this. No, this is what you said. And I you said, said, is it Frosty? Yeah, and he goes, was like, no, it's not. It's Frosty. He goes, you'll go down in history. You'll go down. Yeah, it's Frosty, right? I said, no. <laughs> Frosty's like, no, not seven Rudolph. letters. Jesus. Like a How do you spell Frosty? F R O S T E. I just like I'm not quite in Christmas mode yet because I'm usually right on point with my Christmas so, songs. What's funny is I've listened to the Christmas music as I'm driving now because I want to interrupt the podcast again. That's fine. Feliz Navidad on a lot this year. Yeah. And I love that song. You know what I realized today? There's not a lot of words to it. No, it's the same you know, thing over and over. Yeah, Feliz Navidad, and I want to wish you Merry Christmas. That's all he says. You know what? I haven't heard even once, Little Drummer Boy. Thank God. I'm having the best Christmas season. <laughs> but I have heard All I Want for Christmas is You twice. I love that song. I'm unto I it. don't love it that much. I love it the most. I mean, I'll hear it every once. Like, once a week, I'm good. But, like, once a day, Six times a day makes me happy. I'll never yeah. get tired of that song. No. Never. Should die by fire. I so, like Little Drummer Boy. Don't I play me do. that Christmas shoes song. Oh my god! <laughs> Why don't they play the good ones? Like I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. Two years ago, there was one that was on the Coles music that was um. Or Dominic the Donkey. Uh, That's my favorite. <laughs> Merry Christmas. You never heard Dominic the Donkey? It's stuck at the airport. Oh. Christmas at the airport. It was the you don't worst think I've fucking heard music, music. All I'm in these fucking stores all day long. <laughs> well, they don't play Dominic like the Donkey here. No, like, all they play is Taylor Swift all fucking no, day. No, when I was growing like, up, they had Dominic the Donkey on regular rotation, yeah. and evidently that's not a thing down here. Mm-hmm. No, they, no, they played the it. South. They played it one here on like uh, FM ninety nine and stuff nope. like that. Every once in a while, yeah. it'll show up, but not in like grocery stores. No, no, grocery stores is just fucking. We're getting no, it was Taylor on as Swift. much as Little Drummer Boy were on. I'm telling you, we're getting a pretty good mix because we have the store music set on on classic. Evidently, we're shy of Italians and Motown. It's just me and you. Because we can pick. There's six different and, playlists. That's uh, what. So we're getting play. some classic Christmas Who's songs. Jewish? We're not getting all the newfangled <laughs> ones because that's what our mix is set on. It's wonderful. I'm loving it. Oh, we're My cousin Danielle moved to New York. I'm like, what are you doing? Fucking second. It's gorgeous. It's wonderful. Speaking of wonderful, I'm simply having a wonderful Christmas. Antlers party. on the wall. So <laughs> I will never. Jason wonders. I know if it's a president's last name. Yeah, this is dumb. Because of the antlers, they think presidents? No, they think president. history. You'll go down in history. Who went down in history? They think Attila the Hun. Never, ever would I think president when I think who goes down in history. So Zoe Red. Oh, no, what I would I go did, with? Augustus. Three. You know, from Washington, the Roman Empire. Lincoln, Kennedy. That's it. <laughs> Zoe rattles off five of the presidents. None of them work. No one went with Chester ben, A. Arthur. Come on, man. <laughs> ben sees the antlers. All nine of them. Letters D, P, V, C, B. He remembers singing Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer while driving under the influence with his friends before a huge crash. Jason puts it uh, in, and it opens easy He's like, easy it's peasy. Rudolph. They go outside, snow-covered ground, ice, and it's actually snowing. You're like, fuck. We this took all, really all cool. our clothes in the oven. <laughs> they take all the wood, and they put it in between the door so it doesn't slam shut. Oh, no, wait, they're stupid. No, because Zoe walks out, and the door shuts. This is the second time that she has been the one that instigated the trap. It's because she's the character. She's the saw character. She's doing it all. 
No. No, they have that conversation in later. If they do that in the third movie, they make her like in on it. I'm gonna be very upset. <laughs> are you? Are they, you gonna be upset? <laughs> He might about be. these movies, you really want like. in the third movie as if he's gonna watch it. <laughs> I have to. <laughs> he's really invested in this franchise at this point. I mean, they 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 put ten million dollars into this franchise. <laughs> and Can we talk about the second million. one after we completely finish yes. talking about the first one? The uh, thermometer says it's it's thirty degrees and dropping. Sure. Obviously, they all I'm left not their sure jackets. Sure, I trust the Midas companies. No. Or mythos? I don't mythos? trust any thermometer that's going. Yeah, that's a little well, fast. Temperatures for don't that drop like that. Well, depends how big the room is, I guess. Especially if you're in, not. If well, that's true. That's true. They're not a, actually outside. Yeah. But they didn't even start the jets of cold air in yet. That's true. Like, could we just get a second? That was tent? just mean. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was. Uh, bam! The door sl- slams. Looks like they're outside in the middle of nowhere. Thermometer says thirty degrees dropping. Obviously, they all left their jackets in the fire room. Danny starts to slide around on the ice. Um, eventually, he runs into a wall and falls down. Which is really cool. They That's why I was surprised that the budget was only $9 million because this cool, this Truman Show-esque wall <laughs> is, is really cool. neat. It was very Truman Show. They have, it's cabin. snowing in a room. And that pool that, the, that they've frozen is really deep. He stands and bangs on the invisible wall. And then jet fans open up and blast them all with colder air. As Danny runs back to huddle for heat, they were they hear the ice crack. Despite the freezing temps, they all run around trying to see if there are any clues to be found. Jason finds another locked door. Amanda and Zoe find a sled that says "True North is a lie" and a large red jacket. Mike finds a stuffed wolf, husky. It looks like With his two old different dog. colored eyes. Mm-hmm. Jason's triggered when he sees the red. What's coat. that called? Uh, something chromium. Octochrome. No. Uh, Fuck. Something like that. Hermicone. Do you have a Google machine, mister? I've been drinking sevens and sevens. Yeah, I'm about to get another one, too. You said that, but you didn't get up. I know. I gotta go iron my shoelaces. You take turns wearing the coat. Then you forgot. Step 1920 slang. I didn't forget. <laughs> I don't want to cop a mouse. Calm down. Yeah, maybe you should shut your sauce box. I can't. We're podcasting. We're supposed to talk. <laughs> ben steps into an ice fishing hole. Um, we Mike's say dog, shut your sauce box way too much in this house. <laughs> Mike's dog is looking up at the tree, so he climbs it and finds a fishing pole. He almost falls out of that tree. He's yeah. very excited I about mean, the fishing pole. Seems I like they're on. Out of a tree. <laughs> seems like they're on the right path. Mike starts to lower the line, and Zoe finds a compass in their pocket. No. Okay, keep going. It leads no, her back right, to the wolf. No, no, polar bear. Polar bear. That's a polar bear. It's a polar bear. Is it a polar bear? Yes. It's oh, a I polar bear. It was the wolf. It's a no, it's a polar bear. Oh, okay. It's a polar bear, yes. Only watched it three times and I missed that, so... <laughs> <laughs> These are to a polar bear. You watched it three times? I watched it the first time that I saw it to see if it was good enough for the podcast. And you watched it for his And I watched notes. it for the notes. And then, then I watched it this morning a lot of when it I watched Harley. it. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's not a long movie. It's yeah, only like an hour and a half. It's brisk. This was like an hour 45. The second one's an hour and a half. It's brisk. Well, it's a brisk... It's like an hour 37. Yeah. It's like an hour and a half. Four credits, yeah. Because the credits and then the, the one part is really just the long. other part again. <laughs> that's true. It In its mouth is a large magnet. Okay, so she's got the compass that says true north is a lie. Sure. And then it, it turns around and she, she she thinks, oh my God. And she puts, I've been in a room that also, turned into an oven. Also, dry land is not a myth. I've seen yeah. it. I have been in a room that turned into an oven. Yep. I've been locked dry into a cold a myth, freezer. 
and I put Whoa. my hand in a polar bear? No. Episode nope. one. We would be no, dead because no. there's no fucking way I'm putting my hand in that polar bear's mouth. <laughs> well, they don't know it's a death trap yet. But I've been in an oven. I'm locked in a freezer. I'm not putting my hand in the polar bear mouth. It's not happening. Now, what's I might name? tell ben? Danny. Danny. I might tell Danny to put his Danny hand in the Danny would have done it because Danny's still but like. I'm not. We, they weren't actually going to hurt us. They're just yeah. trying well, to make it as real as possible. One of, one of, one of <laughs> it's the, interactive dinner theater. Look, man, I'm not putting my hand in that polar bear's mouth. One of the problems. That's like when Georgie reaches for the boat. Georgie. No, I've been forever <laughs> traumatized. We're not allowed to say that name. Give me that. <laughs> one of the problems I have with this movie Georgie? is there, there tends to be, there tends to be problems that only one of them can solve. Mm-hmm. And in certain parts, there's no way to know who But if died. they died, then like, they Mike's been able... not fitting his fucking ham hock down that polar bear's throat. Mm-hmm. It's going to be Zoe or maybe Danny. Maybe um Danny is Amanda. a petite man. Yeah. Yeah. I but but, but probably not Jason and probably not yeah. uh, Mike. It could be Ben, though. I mean, he ben obviously is an alcoholic, but... He, yeah. I mean, he's so, drinking his dinner. He's but she looked like she was fighting to get her hand in there, and yeah. she's really low. Yes. But either way, there, there's way more that are way worse later that you're like, she could have died in this other part and not been able to do this, but whatever. We'll get to that. So Ben smokes a cigarette, and uh, it freaks out Amanda. She he, she tells him to go smoke it somewhere else. So he Can you like go smoke that somewhere else? They attach the magnet to the line and drop it. Jason tells Zoe uh, he wants the coat. They pull it up. And it's a they find that they're going to share the coat because Amanda is not doing this. She's like, they want us to fight over his resources. We're not doing that. We'll share the coat. And she gives it to Zoe. It's like, we're not doing that. Also, we're huddling together. Like, I don't give a shit. We're going to freeze to death so we can all huddle together for warmth. They're all, like, standing away from each other talking. Yeah, no, like, I'm going to be, like, hugging somebody. Yeah. Like, me and Mike are getting up close and personal. He's a little yeah. husky dude, and I want his body heat. <laughs> exactly. So they pull up. Oh, it's like that. We, they, they pull if I'm going to freeze to death, I am hugged. Oh, God. I am hugged. <laughs> this is an escape room here. We might need you to leave. Did <laughs> we crack the window? Wow, it's bound. got to find the code. It's, it's ass butt. <laughs> Miss right. B, you're a lady. <laughs> so, they Miss pull up. B has been crap dusting us. Like, she's bad. She will come and she'll come up. She'll be sitting with you. She'll be sitting with you. She'll fart and she'll get down and you'll be like, oh my God. <laughs> she doesn't want to smell. Like, Whoa, that's bad. God, come here, girl. Stop Ooh. giving her turkey. <laughs> I didn't give her turkey. You did. I gave her turkey on Thanksgiving and I immediately regretted Which was, it. <laughs> <laughs> Which was yesterday. No, two days ago. That was bad. Turkey parts were terrible. <laughs> so they pull it up. It's a large square block of solid ice with a metal... And Frank. no one thinks let's find something heaven to bash this thing with. I mean, it's a solid. They block. try to hit it with the tr- or try to hit it into the tree, but yeah, they don't. and then they immediately stop. How about climb they, a tree and throw that son of a bitch? They want Ben's lighter. He says fine, and he throws it. Danny goes to get it, but falls to the ice. They scramble yeah. to find him, but he's gone. He's like, "There's a current." He down dies, there. and then they're all looking to find him, and we can you, you can, can see we him. can see him over like five feet yeah. over, fucking dying. This is horrific. So Drowning is a terrible way to die. Actually, he wouldn't have drowned. I think he would have died. Because water had to be that cold. It was frozen. He probably passed out before he drowned. He drowned. He That was pretty fast. He drowned. You know, Which apparently that, is one of the most painful ways to die. Drowning? Cause, so they say you don't die. Your body is full of water and your 
brain is still alive and you're slowly dying. And they say it's one of the most painful ways As you can die. Oxygen Thanks is- for those extra horrific factoids. So imagine you can't get any air now and you can still, you're lucid. No, and I don't want takes, to think about this. Move on. <laughs> it takes longer than you the think lighter is to gone. die. So they decide so to a long time. huddle around the block of ice and put their hands on the coldest part of their well, bodies. Jason is like, cold? we need body heat. Well, Jason, I'm sorry, pee on that thing. <laughs> right, we don't have any pee left. We use it in the oven. So Jason gives the jacket to But if you're in the water, it's warm. your body starts to shut down. All of your organs because but it's trying to your body's really trying to hot. stay alive, so it starts putting your, your, all of your resources towards degrees. the most important, mm-hmm. like your heart and your brain. Mm-hmm. Are the last things that they're gonna start pumping. I know they would too. need to hold it up against their stomach, but and they do the person with the coat on does hold it against their stomach, so now they're wet and cold, which is always yeah. good. So Jason gives the jacket to Amanda. After a moment, <laughs> the group begins to think that maybe Ben is the secret is a secret GM and monitoring everything and controlling the game. I'm like, oh yeah, because he knew that where he threw the lighter would be the spot that that they fell like, through. He's like, I was just being an asshole. <laughs> Jason says, "Fuck this! We have to melt this key out." Everybody put their hands on it. Slowly, one slowly, it starts to melt down. I was thinking we sit on it. That would probably be faster because your hands are going yeah, to... your hands gonna are going to lose heat quick. Yeah. Your, butt, I mean, your extremities are going to lose Everybody's uh, crotchal area is known for being warm. <laughs> well, I don't know everybody's crotchal area. Well, I'm not putting that, that down my pants. No. Everybody have Hormel chili for lunch. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. you put a turd on that, it's going to help. <laughs> a turd? A turd. That's why I'm saying pee on it. <laughs> turd comes out at 100 degrees. There's not enough urine in this movie for Carly. <laughs> Jason has... <laughs> I wouldn't so want to watch we're that. Escape room but it would have like, been a smart choice. Somebody watch Escape Room. He has a lot of piss in it. <laughs> <laughs> it's really weird. All the all the trials in the room, you find out the guy's just obsessed with piss. We're gonna go to our escape room. Carly's gonna pee on everything. It's like, all right. So this one, you gotta pee in the glasses to get out. And the next one, you gotta pee on this block to get the key out. And then the next one, you gotta pee on the ape. Like, dude, are you just into pee? Is this what is going on with this guy? Yeah, we're making people pee on everything. Okay, dude, you've got problems. I would like to mention that Tony was the one who said pee in the glass. I didn't, I just I said we need liquid. I said we're, I said we're peeing. It was not my thought. I didn't think pee in the cup. I thought put a book on the cup. (laughs) I thought thought maybe there's some kind of weird bullshit where it has to be exactly 2.3 pounds or whatever the fuck it is. I don't know. So we're going to pee in it. We're going to wring our sweat into it. We're going to do whatever it takes to fill up the glass and get out. But the other problem is, is the first time they push one down, it opens halfway up. I'm like, well, just hold it and all of us can get out except for the one. Per- you know what I mean? Like, they're making it seem like it's this really, really complex thing. Yeah, it if wasn't. Andy was the last person that. out, which he was, he could definitely get yeah. through half the door. Yeah. That Neither kid way. was little. No shit. But he was petite. Jason has a... F- Not anymore. Now he's frozen. Jason looks well, at the So jacket. just let it go. Let it go. He let drowned. Go. He's going to be bloated. Let it... No. So... He's a block of ice. Uh, the red jacket gives Jason a flashback to being stuck on the on a boat freezing, a capsized sm- sailboat with a friend who was wearing a red jacket. Mike passes out, and Jason pulls out the key, but he's got the starts of hypothermia, so he's confused and kind of lost. But they eventually, all have the start of hypothermia, but he's suffering mentally. Eventually, he finds the lock, though, turns it and turns it, and uh, a place <coughs> on the other side of the lake opens you. up. They all run across it, the ice to get to it, but then the ice starts to explode, and uh, they all slide in and make it to the to a new room 
the eight ball room. It's so, an upside down bar. Which made me think of upside down town. I'm not about mini golf. That was the first thing I said. It's upside down. <laughs> I hate that one. Mike says, at least it's too. warm. <laughs> I hate it like the Rat King. I don't hate anything. I've like only that. played it once. I played the Rat King more than once. That's way worse than the Rat King. <laughs> you can kill the Rat King. Bullshit. Game's fucking rigged. Because I'm a skill player, and that's all about gimmicks. <laughs> that level's all gimmicks, and I'm a skill guy. It's a video game. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to Iron Mushroom Laces. Carly needs more wine. <laughs> that bottle's really big. We got to finish it. I think it might finish it. Maybe. I think we were close. The whole room shakes and starts to move upwards. Then the phone rings. Mike walks under it and is like, how are we supposed to answer that? And it just falls and he catches it. I'm not answering the phone. I learned that in the oven. It didn't do a good... A when they, good when the they answered time. the phone, it turned on more ovens. But I'm it, not answering the phone. But it did give you a clue, though. Did but it, was the clue helpful? It said, yes, it said follow the rules. And you read I the coasters. the sign said follow the rules. No, the phone said it. The phone said follow the rules. Okay. So Mike fall, walks under it, it falls, he catches it, answers it, and then there's fax yeah, machine like, static. Rah! Which I've called a fax line before on accident or because somebody gave me the wrong number. And it's really unpleasant. My parents owned a company and they worked, and my mom was the bookkeeper and worked from home for a while when we were growing up. And she had a fax machine and it's terrible. Yeah. And the speakers come on and they start blasting that song downtown. Jason notices that there's a door near the ceiling, but it's missing its doorknob. So he finds a trophy with Dr. Wu-Tan Yu as the winner. Mike notices the pool table has no eight ball. So they need to search for the eight ball, he thinks. That'll be the doorknob. As he walks, fax fax machine noise plays again, and suddenly one of the tiles across the room falls in front of Mike. So, like, the ceiling tiles, which are the floor tiles. And it's not one. It's like like a a row. A big section. Here's my thing. It takes them way too long to climb on the other items in this room. Now, Amanda climbs up pretty quick, but I'm climbing up, too. (laughs) I'm not... You want to climb up on something you can sit on, yes. not hang on. As soon as part of the floor falls, I am climbing up these yeah. walls. I'm, and I'm never trusting that floor ever again. No. Like, they're I'm, walking on it in some parts and stepping on it. Like, no, dude. I just saw no, part no. of it fall. I'm never stepping on it again. No, and, the, and they wait way too long to not trust the floor. It's, it's a whole thing. But, like, as soon as I'm in upside downtown, I'm trying to climb up to the ceiling. Yeah. Because you can't, you're on the ceiling, you know, you're on the ceiling, so you need to get up to the pool table. You need to get up to the bar. Like, the fact that they didn't climb up the wall sooner is irritating, because that's the first fucking thing you did, because that's where all the clues are, you jackasses. Well, Mike almost walks into the part that's falling, Ben grabs him and pulls him back, and then the song resumes. Amanda pulls herself onto the bar at the top. And uh, checks the radio and a few other things. Nothing's really working. But she does find a lockbox that needs four numbers. One, two, three, four, Mike screams. But it doesn't work. Of course it's not going to work. It's not a random code. There are clues. I mean, it was worth a try, though. (laughs) But, however, at this point, I'm in my third escape room. I'm not trying random codes because that's how you die. Yeah, because that's what set the thing to 451. And that's what I mean. Haven't we learned that trying arbitrary things is a bad idea? Zoe sees a wall of record albums, but notices one is missing. So That's it's what you got. It's awesome. one of those one of those scramble picture puzzles where Good you job. slide the squares around. <laughs> Zoe climbs to it. Mike jumps across and boosts Zoe up to the puzzle, and she begins sliding them around. 
Fax noise plays again, and Jason almost falls this time, but at the last second grabs the rail and pulls himself up. He's wearing the wrong shoes for this, by the way. This is where I noticed that he is wearing dress shoes. If I'm coming to an escape room, you know what I'm not wearing? Dress shoes. You want to wear something athletic. This is more of a, this is more of like a jeans and sneakers or like sweatpants. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Actually, if we're going to an escape room from now on, I'll be wearing like hiking boots. <laughs> an insulated jacket that I could take off a tire on my waist. Yep. <laughs> Just in cases. Bring some rope. I'm, yeah. I'm not leaving Like, wow, behind. you really planned ahead. What's the hammer and for? Tony was very upset that they left their jackets in the first room. Especially when Zoe went into the duct. It was clear that the duct was hot. Yeah. Like, he's like, at least bring your coat. Yeah. You're put your, <laughs> leave your coat on for protection. And the screwdriver. Like, you know, you don't know that that screwdriver is not the way to get out in the last room. Like, you know what I mean? Honestly, when they said it needs a doorknob, I thought, what happened to the doorknob from the first room? Okay. Maybe yeah. that's what they need. Also, also, the screwdriver, when Mike is climbing through the duct and he has the screwdriver in his mouth, you have pockets. Yeah. Yeah. And you're a man with pockets, so you don't have the same problem that Amanda's about to have with this ball. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, you have real pockets. Yeah, women's not... pockets suck. Yeah, we know. If they exist. Right. <laughs> like, two things really suck about being a woman. Like, you have to buy more expensive stuff. Like, your soap is ten times more than mine. It's pink tax. And you have no pockets. Um, That's not the only two things. <laughs> <laughs> The biggest, the most. It's also the menstruation. Now, let me explain. <laughs> let me explain it for those who didn't hit, see the Adele um, episode. I, I listened to that the I mean, day. But to be fair, if you're a woman, there's, there is a, almost a certainty that you're never going to work in an oil rig. So. I will. What if I want to make that oil rig money? No, what if your dad Rob Rob makes a shit ton. Women, and he gets to work with explosives. Women are allowed to work on oil rigs. There's nothing stopping them, but it is like 98% male industry. Yeah, because I don't want to work on an oil rig. Because um, it's really, really <laughs> shitty work. I know. But let me just explain something to you. There is a meme that is that goes around that if you compliment any woman, the first thing she'll say is, it has pockets. That dress is really cute. Thanks, it has pockets. Yes. It's a real thing. We're very excited. <laughs> we were out the other day. Because if you have pockets, you won't use purses. Right. Yeah, I know. And I, did you know that women's shirts are thinner than men's shirts so that we have to dress in layers so that we buy more clothes? No, I didn't know that. I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, 100%. Wow. Half the time Excuse you me. can't buy this a t-shirt. sweater. <laughs> half, the time, <laughs> half the time, if you buy a t-shirt, first of all. This is a t-shirt. <laughs> if you buy a t-shirt, it's so thin that I, you can see your bra so that you have to wear a cami underneath. Also, yes. men don't get to, have to wear bras, which is not fair because some like of them it. have boots. I, mean, what? I have a lot of shirts like that where I'm like, right, well, I to wear all, it to work. And I'm like, God damn it, I have to wear a cami underneath. Yes. So you have to wear a bra and a cami and a shirt. That's three fucking layers. <laughs> also, there's that thing about Luckily, why are women in the office always cold, but the men are hot, which is that's weird not true. I'm Eighty layers. <laughs> that's not true. I'm always cold, and you know that. I know. I didn't say. I that have a you. medical condition, and you're making fun of me. She was using the men in the general, mean. which like Tony's always hot. Apparently, yes, but we get the bonus. Okay, so sometimes Sorry, no, we have boners. to watch things at work to, <laughs> to learn about management and to be better managers, whatever. Mm -hmm. One of the things about, because we're watching a TED Talk about Look diversity and now. inclusion. They're drinking in, on a woman thing. No, this is really interesting, though. But one <laughs> of the, we were watching TED Talks about how to be more inclusive. And one of the hints was to be, to raise the thermostat at work so women weren't always cold. So if 
because men wear suits to work. Now, this doesn't apply to my job, but because okay. men wear suits to work, like, they wear jackets. So they're hotter than women whose clothes are thinner. So women are always cold and men are always hot in office work. There's a flip side to that mm -hmm. coin. So if you want to have a more inclusive work environment, you raise the temperature so that women are actually comfortable at work. Excuse me, I have a flip side of that which coin. Is which is not going to let me say. But it, no, I'm just saying it was an interesting thing to think about because you don't think about it like that. Yeah. So the flip side of that coin is men have to wear an undershirt, a dress shirt, a tie, and then a jacket in the summer. Where women get to wear the dress blouse, which is basically a t-shirt and then maybe like a jacket that's open up in the in the front. Okay. So you're significantly cooler <laughs> in the summer. So suck it, Trebek. A dress blouse, first of all, is not basically a t-shirt. It's a completely different thing. <laughs> the things that the women wear to your job are not a dress blouse. Those bitches are not dressed appropriately. That's a fucking t-shirt. It's not a dress blouse. A blouse is a completely different thing, which is even thinner than what oh, they're wearing. I'm sorry. And it's a fancier When's garment. the last time that you had to wear a cravat? <laughs> 1876 the same year that you did <laughs> well the cravat has morphed to the dress tie which is a pointless not, piece of material I, nobody, I have a wall full of them nobody at your job wears fucking ties I do they're all trying to wear polo shirts you know it that's all she's saying I have this dream work you Brown. do it because you want to because you are a good I have to dresser wake myself up before I suffocate what do you think that's about? <laughs> you don't have enough ties. Like, I'm not saying the women. And she's like, well, men get to, they need to you know, keep women warm. That's not what yes, I'm but I'm about. sweating my balls off. And also, <laughs> you know, I have testicles. It's hot down there. Well, Sit on the block of ice. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> pee on it. They it's all have. about the pee. All the dudes should have been like, I got this. It just popped in my head. I thought we should talk about it. It was an interesting thing. It does not apply to your job or my job or, or Carly's job. job or Tony's job. None of us work in a regular office setting. It's just interesting that that was a tip to make your office more inclusive. It was just an interesting factoid that I learned in a TED Talk, which I thought could be fun because we're having a podcast and we've forgotten how to do this. I hope Ben is really loving it. I know that Audra... This episode's going to be so long. An hour and a half movie. I was like, oh, we're going to go to 45 minutes. The longest Tony we episode on record. Ever. We haven't got to the, any of the movies. We're only on room three. three. <laughs> There's 17 rooms. So Zoe finishes the puzzle, the picture puzzle, and it's Morse code. It correlates to the billiard balls. Yellow is 9, black is 8, blue is 10. They try that number, but nope. And the fax noise plays in another part. Another but Zoe realizes calls. the room is upside down. Just a fact. So the man. code is upside down. The case, so I was like, do we even know that these numbers are in the right order? Like, I would have been trying them in different orders. <laughs> but the code is upside down. Yeah. They figure it well, out. Well, the, the case Zoe, Zoe Ben, and, and Mike are on. You need to point out what Zoe doesn't fuck up. Starts to lean because the bolt comes out. So Casey in the second movie, it. she's significantly better. No, no. It didn't look like a bolt comes out. It looked like, it looked oh, like oh, somebody oh, unscrewed yeah. it. Exactly. Like the game master was behind that, going. Ah. <laughs> Don't ever make that face again. <laughs> so if I really want to freak out my coworkers, I make this face. <laughs> Not just a coworker. <laughs> All right, so can I sleep at your house tonight? Yeah. <laughs> you like cats? Yeah. <laughs> you won't be cold. I'll tell you that one. <laughs> All right. So Jason yells at Mike to jump to another part because obviously he's heavy. 
Uh, Zoe climbs. She's Are you drunk. okay? Elena's <laughs> drunk. You had one glass of wine and you're drunk. Technically, I filled this really full, so it was probably two glasses worth. Whoa. But I had the giggles. She had a long day. <laughs> yes, but Carly had more wine than you, and she's fine. Yeah, but I haven't been working. <laughs> I woke up at... I've been laying around for days just trying to get through this three liters of wine. <laughs> I got, Work real uh, hard, are you? <laughs> I got out of bed at 3 a.m., but that's not what time I woke up. Ah! I woke up at midnight when Miss B decided that she wanted to get back in bed and you she got stepped mad at on my her balls? And kicked her out. Yeah. <laughs> she stepped on my balls and I kicked her out of the bed and said, Nope, bitch, get the fuck off. I got out of bed at like. I hate when she does that. She decides to build the night. And she just wants to jump on the bed. Soaker comes up and is like, hits me. I'm like, what? And he's like, he starts doing that and I lift the covers and he'll come and sleep next to me. But I apparently he gets to sleep under the covers with me or I get hit in the face. <laughs> Excuse me. See, that's how you get thrown across the room. She's one more chance of stepping on my balls before I throw her out of the house. Like, literally throw her off the bed. You love her so much. I do love her so much. If she came and just snuggled with me, it'd be fine. Do you just want to switch sides of the bed? No, she got off on your side of the bed today. It was weird. She sat there on on your side and looked around like she was lost. (laughs) Wait a minute, that's not right. (laughs) And I had to look at her and go, are you you okay? (laughs) So Zoe says, screw it, she's going to climb off so Mike doesn't have to because Mike's kind of stuck on his side and Zoe thinks she can make it off of hers, but she slips and falls onto the floor and kind of knocks herself a little silly for a minute. While she's stunned, she has a flashback to her surviving a plane crash in a similar situation where she's laying on the top of the cabin of a plane and her mother's strapped in her, yeah. in her seat upside down looking at her dead. That's got to be terrible. Jason wakes her up, and they pull her out of off the floor. Zoe thinks that since the room is upside down, so is the code. Amanda puts the new code in. The doorknob rolls out. She catches it. It's the eight ball. Fax noise. Floor falls. She puts it in her pocket. But she's got girl pockets. Which is a lady's pants pocket. <laughs> she should have threw it out of here, guys. Catch this. Military trading. She should have had cargo pants. I hate cargo pants. They can be attractive. No, they're not. They can They're be. not cute. They can be. No, they're not. What about my pink <laughs> nope. ones? Nope. Nope. I got pink cargo nope. joggers. They're adorable. Still not. They make me so happy. No, the kick. I have I have gray ones for golf because I like to put my golf balls in my pockets. Yeah, I need real pockets for golf. <laughs> Carry Tony's balls in your pockets, is that what you're saying? Sometimes. I told John I wanted a golf skirt for Christmas. And here's the worst part about it is I went to the goddamn Adidas store where she's like, oh, I really like this on Black Friday. And they didn't have it. And they didn't have any golf stuff. I hear that. Like all the stuff that we looked at. All the stuff we looked at while she was there. I'm like, okay. None of it was that. I'm like, wow. None of the stuff that she said she liked. Because we went like last week. I know exactly what you're talking about. None of that shit was there. All of it's gone. I go to Kate Spade. All that shit's gone. Damn. Also went to these stores on Black Friday at like nine o'clock, not at six when yeah, they yeah. opened. Well, Instagram. So some of the stores are a little barren. <laughs> yeah. Instagram really wants me to buy a very loud golf polo from a couple from a couple different niche golf companies, but the most ads I get are for some company called You Suck at Golf. Uh-huh. Yeah. I've seen. Also, Winter's coming. She's not playing golf. But golf. when you go to these websites, is, she's not wearing a goddamn they skirt. have they have eighty cool polos for men. Do you know how many polos they have for women? Three. Do you know why? They got three polos, one polo skirt, and none of them are fucking ugly you know ass why? clad, which is what I want in my life. Do you know why? Because men play golf. 
Look. Stop gaping. Look, Mr. She's not going to play golf in the winter. I bought myself winter golf pants. <laughs> I also have winter golf tops. I will be playing golf in the no, winter. No. <laughs> I'll play with you. I'll just wear pants. I golf pants. Tony, here. Oh, bring my me God. <laughs> I'll bring fireball. Oh, I'm my God. I'm never going to wear a golf skirt, though. I need a fireball. I'll bring fireball. I'm going to wear pants. <laughs> And I leaned close to each other right <laughs> over my face. God, give me a hurry. This it's up. like All a right. fart bubble burst right in our faces. Speak, speaking of farts, everything is cool except Amanda is all the way across the room stuck while everyone else is on the other side with the door. So she jumps to the pool table and climbs it around like monkey bars. She knows what you're talking about. Oh my it? God, she's so bad at this. The eight ball. No, I'm not talking about this. She's bad than I would be. Amanda. <laughs> the eight ball falls out of her pocket. Like, Onto what? the last tile. Amanda jumps down to grab it. That looks like something your dog did. Pippi? Pippi wouldn't have done that. Oh. Pippi definitely would have bite, bit the nose off a of Care Bear. That one's trash now. What'd you say? I didn't realize it didn't have a nose. <laughs> John brought down, when he brought down the Christmas <gasps> stuff, he also brought down. This one's your favorite. I guess I know. It's True Bear. Um, he brought down all my Care Bears so that I could wash them. God, I thought it was safe. <laughs> I don't think you should wash this one. That's what they kept thinking about his escape room, too. So Amanda... You can't escape Miss B's fart. So the ball falls... You can't wash it. This has a thing in it. You can still wash it. Okay. Ball fall, the eight ball falls down onto the last tile. Amanda jumps down to grab it. Um, that's when the fax noise plays. Her eyes get wide because she knows it's happening. Every time the fax noise plays, a floor piece drops. She throws the eight ball to Jason, and then before she falls to her desk, she grabs onto the phone and hangs by the phone cord. And he's like, grab onto this pool stick. Yeah. As if, he's just if leaning she over. could, he wouldn't just drop it. Or get yanked <laughs> off. Whoa, whoa, no whoa. Ain't nobody cord. yanking him off. It ain't that kind of movie. John's oh. like, there's no way that phone cord would have just peed on weight at all. But still, either way, even if the phone cord would carry her weight, Which the pool stick wouldn't have just, he would have just dropped it as soon as she jumped to it. Look, if that phone cord is carrying your weight, start swinging, yeah. bitch. Yeah. Why isn't she trying to swing? I'm swinging. I'm mm-hmm. on a long rope. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they can't see me swinging in my chair. Fairy <laughs> <laughs> dust, y'all. Funshine so. bear. That is Funshine Bear. Look at you go. Stop. I know way too much weird shit. Yes. That's not weird. Ed Sheeran and Funshine Bear. Yeah, I've, I've I mean, disclosed way too much. Did you see Elaine's Care Bears? Uh, Cardigan been going crazy cardigan. with the Care Bears. Well, I got this. I it's not. It's not Care officially Bears Care Bears. It's, oh, okay. it's just rainbows and clouds. But it's That's like cool. this really big cardigan, and it's very soft. And I told her when you get that, keep it away from Tony. He'll steal it. It's an old man's sweater. That's nice. Because Tony loves old man's sweater. I might borrow it. <laughs> I mean, I got the large so that it would be very big. Um, that makes me a little sad. I got the extra large so maybe it would fit. <laughs> she got the large so it would be very big. It is not a commentary on your weight, I'm Carly. just messing it's it. Just, I'm just messing. There was a tiny dog in that bag. So the others crawl out the door. The new room. Hotel of dogs. Mm. New this is a, oh, it's a McDonald's toy. Look, see? McDonald's. This is a hot. This is a Happy Meal toy from the early two thousands. <laughs> that shit may be worth money. Mm, it's a Care Bear cousin. I mean, I don't know what that is. <laughs> Do you know his name? Uh, let me see the symbol. This one's gross. <laughs> that Swift Heart Rabbit is mine from when I was a child. It's gross. 
What is that, two hearts? It's a light no, bulb. No, it's a light bulb. It's heart. a light bulb. No, I don't know. I don't remember either. He's the raccoon. I, I want to say bright idea raccoon, but that ain't right. But I'll look it up. <laughs> bright idea raccoon. Hey, this one's so, gross, too. This one looks like it has shit on the back. <laughs> They're just probably That's crap bear. It's <laughs> probably chocolate. That's wish bear. But, or, no, that might be better. He wishes he had some toilet paper. Oh. oh. Then we have the a little crap Oh, look at that. We have a little fun shine bear. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, readers. Readers. <laughs> <laughs> Are we all been drinking? <laughs> He's been having seven. Oh, You're the only one not drinking. Time. I, I don't have to try to keep this ship yeah, afloat. <laughs> I live Bright, here. Okay, Brightheart Raccoon. Brightheart? Brightheart? I was going to say that, but I wasn't sure. I didn't say, think that at all. It's Kabibble. <laughs> all right, so the new room is called Triage. Wait, what? It looks like a Silent Hill hospital. Each bed is set up identically mm-hmm. to the one that they stayed in after their individual accidents. Yeah, they were the sole survivor. This room is pretty terrifying, by the way. Yes. I feel like this might be the most terrifying room. And not even anything really scary happens in this room. But it's pretty fucking terrifying. There's just a, because it's an old creepy hospital. There's a file with each of their personal info on the corresponding bed. And each hospital, each bed is set up like the hospital they were in, which is weird. Mm-hmm. Zoe sees Amanda's. She had an IED blast that left her physically and emotionally scarred, and she alone survived. Zoe's a sole survivor of a plane crash. Jason survived a capsized boat. boat. His roommate um, didn't. He murdered. There were only two of them. I don't know if that really counts as you were the sole survivor. Does that really count? Yes, because he <laughs> murdered his roommate. Yeah, but... But when you think of there was one survivor, you think yeah. of there were more than two people. Yeah, you were like <laughs> three or four, at least three, like, four probably. Ben was the first of his friends to get a car during winter break. They partied too hard, went on a joyride drunk, and he was the only survivor there. Mike was a minor in West Virginia with 11 other people along with his brother. I mean, of course he was a minor. He, until he hit 18, he was a minor. No, that's not the right. He was a coal After miner. After a cave-in, he was the only one I'm left alive. I'm just a coal miner's Because nothing would be finer than a shaka with a miner with the helmet. Listen to his brother breathe his last breath. That's terrifying. Yes. Jason says, more unnerving than to wake up next to Irving. They know everything about us. The red jacket was the same. Ben says that they sang Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer before the crash. Zoe sees Danny's file. His family was killed by carbon monoxide poisoning, all of them except him, which is how Weird Al Yankovic's family died. Really? Wow. Weird. Oh, that's fucking terrible. That's oh. interesting trivia. Now that explains why he's so... So <laughs> what? So Weird Al Yankovic. No, he's an interesting fellow. But he's something. Plenty of people are weird without having their whole family die of carbon monoxide poisoning. Yeah, know, Batman, and uh, he's Superman. Not... Oh. <laughs> His name is Weird Al. Let's just... just yeah, uh... because he's cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we went to see him live in concert. And first of all, lots of energy, good show. Yeah. Made a lot of wardrobe changes. That was a sure. fantastic show. Second, there was everybody wearing tinfoil hats, and I couldn't figure out why. Because he has a song about it. The second thing is, <laughs> the only person I've seen who's changed their wardrobe more in concert was the guy from Drops of Jupiter. That train. Dude. Yeah, train. Yeah, I saw that train once. Oh, Carly. That was a We weird went to show. see Maroon 5. Yes. And, tra- like, it was. I was like, I've never seen like, train. Who'd you go with? Another different shirt? Yeah, no. They're all t shirts. It's not like a thing. Why does he change his shirt? He changes his shirt like, so many times. Like, twice every song. And then we went to Weird Al, and Weird Al changed his shirt less than the guy from Train. <laughs> Me and Carly. Hey, Soul Sister. Me and Carly went to see Maroon 5, and Maroon 5, like, opened on a good show. 
the opener was Gavin DeGraw. Well, they got moved by Jagger. And then Maroon 5 played, and then Train was the closer, and it was so good. You mean Headliner. I didn't know how many Train songs I knew until I went to that concert, and it was fantastic. Well, now that you're back Can't in the recommend enough. there's drops of Jupiter in your hair. I don't, like hey. live, I don't like live music, and I can't recommend that enough. It was better than like Billy Joel. Music, but Nothing I was better like than Billy Maroon Joel. Maroon 5 in concert. <laughs> they yeah. put on a good show. Best concert. I feel it's like, been a long time. I feel like older Maroon 5 is better than newer yes. Maroon 2. Toby Keith also had a really good show, and that was free. John went to see a lot of concerts when he was actual friends when with I was Kevin. friends with Kevin because Kevin had a VIP box at the um, no, amphitheater Kevin's brother-in-law who went to who's currently in prison for, for um, embezzlement, <laughs> embezzlement and tax evasion had a box. I think it was just tax evasion embezzlement I think I made up it's definitely tax evasion though. anyway <laughs> so we had a VIP box and if you've ever gone to a concert VIP you can't go to the fucking lawn after that yeah Tony has a friend who can went get to jail? him in the box not anymore in, at Farm Bureau? She, she used to work she there, and she could get you in the box. So one one of the people I used to work with at work used to work security at all the concerts at Farm Bureau. And then, ironically, well, horrifically, she died. She uh-huh. Wow, that got sad real quick. Like, she just died. <laughs> like, heart attack, stroke, I can't remember what it was. But... She used to work security. She go, went to concerts all the time. And then every summer she went on these crazy trips. Like all over Europe and Asia. She mm. she traveled. She was a not a very nice person. But anyway, she died. <laughs> well, Zoe says that we are all statistical improbabilities. And now they want to see who is the luckiest of the lucky. A video comes on the screen with a five-minute countdown. Everyone begins searching except Zoe. She's like, look, they're watching us. So we're good. This pot is going to so boil. So we saw. But if I turn off all the cameras, then they can't watch us, and the pot won't boil. We saw in her in the very beginning in her physics class that there's a principle that if you the Zemo principle, a system won't change if you're looking at it. It can only change if you can't look at it. Adam so won't change. Won't change their state unless you look at it. Am I the one who's never heard, who've heard that before? This yes, I of course, did. I don't know. <laughs> You have it. You've heard of this? Thank you. <laughs> it's like the Heisenberg uncertainty principle, but it's smaller fractions. Well, let Fractic. me just tell Hard you. Hard enough to care about physics. <laughs> well, there's a good reason for that. If you start to study quantum physics, it really starts to bum you out. <laughs> so you start going, nothing is real and nothing matters because all this is bullshit. Well, then you get into I'll... string theory and you're like, fuck. <laughs> Charlie doesn't care about physics, but Elaine has a Swiss cheese brain. So I information goes in and falls right so out the other Tony side. Tony gave me a really good book that you should read. The, uh, Why? the Table Guide to oh, Astrophysics. Yeah, I, I don't want to read that. Dude, that'll blow your hair back. It's an easy read. I don't I don't want to read that, though. <laughs> You're reading like, huh. I don't care about astrophysics. Oh, I knew that. I didn't know it was like that. <laughs> I wow, don't... you dig into this a little bit deeper, and it's fucking terrible. I it's don't scary. need to know that. Yeah, mm-hmm. at any point, the whole world can just be like, you know what, fuck it. It's over. <laughs> I'm okay with magic. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> All right, so if you don't know how something works, it might as well be magic. All right, that's fair. So, so like, if you'd bring a cell phone back to, like, the Bronze Age, like, voodoo. The, well, voodoo wasn't a thing yet, but magic. There's this theory that, like, all these things that people used to think were God, science is slowly explaining. But right. if you don't know how it works, it might as well be magic. I'm okay. Like, the Oracles of Defi were fucking high. John, hmm? I'm okay with it just being magic. I don't need to know how it works. 
Oh. I will accept that the world is round and that everything works by magic. I don't need to know. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't enrich my life to know the physics. Or it doesn't enrich my life if I understand string theory. I don't need to understand string theory. Plus, I believe in the multiverse. <laughs> Speaking of multiverse, well, that's uh, possible. Mike finds some extra. All things are possible under God. <laughs> Mike finds some X-rays of hand gestures. <laughs> Tony, I got nothing to that. One, two. <laughs> <laughs> like, on point. Uh, she said, all things are possible under God. And I'm like, I don't know. She's like, it's not my fault. <laughs> you weren't over the giant bottle I can't of wine. pee in this bathroom either because they'll hear it on the podcast. I have to go all the way upstairs. home the giant bottle of wine. I brought it over. It was all me. Yeah, <laughs> when I left work, I said I'm going home to drink. And goddamn, if Carly didn't bring over the biggest <laughs> bottle of wine I've ever seen in my life. And she didn't even know I needed a drink. She knew. So, so they find x-rays of hand x-rays. gestures. One, two, and a zero. Fist. Zoe EKG. sees the camera, sees a camera and starts to smash it. Ben says, no, wait, it's not one, it's not one, two, zero. It's EKG in sign language. My cousin is deaf and they probably know that too. My question was, what if Ben had died? They wouldn't know. Sign right. Then they would have died here because nobody, there's, I don't think there was any way to predict who would die in the A ballroom. No, Mm-mm. any of them could have died. I don't think there was any way to predict who would fall through the ice in this Yeah, they did. Ice. Because when he threw the lighter, the lighter did not cause the ice to melt. They no. explosion. They blew a charge. Yeah. Yeah. So they knew that he wasn't going to die on that. No. They didn't know anybody was going to die except Ben. <laughs> no, no. So, yes, maybe they were trying to kill Danny specifically when they blew the charge. But when they finally melted the key and were going for the door, they blew all of the ice. Mm-hmm. So any one any of them could have died. Yeah. And when they were in the oven room, any one of them could have died in there. There wasn't a specific clue that got them out of that room. This was the first room that had something very specific. Well, they were on the beach. That's the second movie, isn't it? Yeah. Never mind. And With the metal I was going to make a point about the, the, the beach, but let's not but talk about that. Because like, that's the next if movie. Zoe had died... Spoilers, there's the a beach. Yeah. Would they have gotten out of the eight ball room? No. Because might... she solved the puzzle. Yeah. And well, Zoe I could most solve a puzzles. puzzle like that if I recognized that it was a puzzle like that. Well, it would take me a lot longer than it took her. And would I remember, oh, with the room's upside down, try the code upside down? Probably no. not. No. So I, pro- so I, I, I probably wouldn't be very helpful in this game. <laughs> <laughs> Carly wouldn't even be able to pee. <laughs> I may have died we need the pee. But it's the key. I will tell you right... Pee on the key, Carly. I'll tell you right now. When that door opened in the oven room, I would have gone in first thing. I don't care a shit about the rest of these strangers. Um, Fair. Also, I would have recognized the puzzle in the upside down room, but I would not have known to put the code in upside down because the room is upside down. But I would have just said, try it the other way. What if if we got it backwards, you idiots? Mm -hmm. But I... When I was a kid, we used to get those puzzles all the time. Like, they were... Like, you get the problem. And I could do it. Stopping stuff. But I'm not going to do it as fast as she did. It's going to take me a long time. I remember, though. Yeah. Yeah, they were... All the time. Everywhere. Yep. You got them, like... Super Mario Brothers. They'd be got, on, when you go to a diner, they'd be on the table. Yeah. You guys or, didn't have diners, did or you? Or, like, when you went to the yeah. dentist, you would get a sticker and a prize out of the chest, mm-hmm. and that could be the prize, and they would... Did you not get a chest at the dentist? Did he not always we give you stickers? We mostly got stickers, but, but yeah. I did get a lot there of those little puzzles. Okay, Dr. Shlom's office. Shlom? Had, yeah, that was my dentist. 
I had Dr. Weiss. We Doctor, only got stickers. Doctor Look, my Aunt Patty worked for Dr. Shlom. We went to Dr. Shlom as a dentist forever. But he had, like, they had rolls of stickers, Mel. and you got to pick. Because there was like seven or eight different choices, and they were fucking on a dowel, on a roll, yes. and you got to fucking pick. At Dr. Weiss's office was like that, too. They were on a dowel. Last time I went to the dentist, they did not offer me a sticker, and I was depressed. <laughs> Speaking of medical We're also profession. 40. <laughs> Adults want stickers. You find an EKG. You collecting stickers? It's not children. It's fucking adults. It's who, Tony. Who at this table buys the most stickers? <laughs> well, Tony at Carly. Zoe, no. Zoe smashes all the cameras. If there's a sticker in my house, I got it from Tony. So I all moved right. my desk I have to from be. the Jazz Triangle, and people were like, what are those with all these stickers? And I had to explain that to people. <laughs> Why do you have a desk if you play the Jazz Triangle? It's a cutthroat business. To keep his triangles in. So he can read all the music. All right. All right. It's actually because I'm a gangster. And gangster I run a nightclub. Club? I run a nightclub, and I have an office in the back. Hmm. Like Johnny Dangerously? Like Johnny Dangerously. Mm. Zoe smashes all the cameras. Jason sees that there oh, are a cluster. It takes her a long time. There's a lot Eventually, of fucking cameras. I'm trying to get through this all tonight. All right, fine. <laughs> Jesus Christ. She doesn't break the last one until after the point is okay. I am really Jesus curious sees. to see how long this is. If there are a cluster of Hour 39! This is longer than the movie. Jesus yeah. sees there's clusters of pressurized tanks all over the room with the poison symbol on them. And they are what will kill them now in three minutes. Jason hooks up the bend to the EKG because he's a doctor. They believe that the right heart rhythm will allow them to leave. Tony goes, I like how they know where to stick the thingies because I wouldn't know. I've had six EKGs and I don't know. I mean, I've been CPR trained and I don't know where to put them for that machine, but that's not the same. (laughs) Uh, Ben's is off the chart because of stress. They try mics. It's way higher, but nothing. Jason finds a defibrillator. He wants to shock like, Mike to We're going to have to shock you to get your heart rate high enough for the machine. And he's like, no, you're fucking not. Jason BS's Mike into doing it. Sure. Because Jason's a cutthroat asshole. Mm-hmm. Jason shocks him multiple times. Mike dies. Ben starts CPR. Jason Ooh. hooks himself up to it and meditates, lowering his heart he's rate. He's like, maybe it's not a high heart rate. Maybe it's a low heart rate. Yeah, after you've killed Mike, you bastard. <laughs> no, it's Kenny. Controls his breathing uh, to a certain standard, and it opens Ooh. as the gas fills the room. I had to pee so bad my tonsils were floating. Hey, Audra, do you remember when we were kids and every time Mom had to go to the bathroom, she always said my tonsils were floating? I remember. That's weird. Pepper's also, Farm remembers. Bee, you walked back in the room, and already I smell it. <laughs> she's, she's adding fairy dust because I oh, said the room was filling with gas. No, that's, that's fart dust. Butt dust. <laughs> Zoe chokes and She's drops pretty girl. after smashing the last camera. Butt. That's because Miss B farted and Zoe died. And it looks like foam comes out of her mouth. Yeah, yeah she and ben aspirates. And ben and Jason Lee. We see Zoe is just uh, out of reach of an oxygen mask. God damn. <laughs> so am I. Ben Woo. says, you killed Mike and left Zoe. Is that what you do like you did with your roommate? We learned like, that Jason. I don't think that your roommate swam off from that boat. I think you fucking killed him. And we see a flash, a flashback, flashback, a flashback. That is not a word. A flashback wherein Jason murders his roommate. So if you're on so stuck on a coat. boat with someone who has a I'm coat, on a boat. Would you kill him? Do I have on flippy floppies? <laughs> no. Well, in so this you're case, that would not be friend. good because they're going to get hypothermia. It's cold. They don't want the One of you, floppies. there's one coat. Would you kill him and take the coat? No. Do I like him? 
That, <laughs> my answer is, well, who's on, who is it? Because okay. depending on one friend, I would murder that motherfucker and throw him in the water. Yeah. If it's Tony, we're you... going to trade. No. And here's why. Because what if I need to eat him? You can't. Um, you're going to eat him raw, but you're going to chew on his ass? I'm on a boat for an undiscriminate amount of days? Undiscriminate? That's food. Indiscriminate. <laughs> She's been drinking. It's fun to see the word she comes up with. Like, I don't know that her I brain's like, actually, big word. Oh, that's the wrong word. Whatever, go with it. So. Jason says surviving is a choice. I've so always yours. said, just I want to be one of the people that dies. I don't want to be the sole survivor. Yes, uh, Let so me if die I was in, in a zombie apocalypse, I want to die early. <laughs> I don't think I would necessarily give up the coat, but we would be huddling together for warmth. Me and whoever that was would be up close and personal. I would be huddling. I would be hugging Carly for dear life because I know two people generate more body heat than one person alone in a fucking coat. No, that's two it's beavers true. is better than one. It's true. Zip that coat up. Twice with both the of fun. us in it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> anyone. So they're in a room painted with black and white static yeah, in front of TV that are this also static. This room is awful. And I'm trying to figure out, okay, so all the rooms are kind of related to them, like the oven room and the cold room and the the hospital room. The reindeer room. The upside down room. But which one of them watched a lot of TV? It was, it, was, it was weird because it reminded me of like an MTV music video. Yeah, I thought that too. On the floor is a hatch. Together they can twist and open it. But Jason realizes there was some kind of chemical on the hatch. And now it's on their hands. And now they're poisoned with some hallucinogenic. You can leave any time, but you might want to find the antidote. It's like, motherfucker. Uh, The camera and their voices go in and out and it's distorted. And the floor seems to be spinning. This is awful. They're obviously on some sort of acid LSD hallucinogenic trip. That they need an antidote for, so it may kill them. Mm-hmm. On the inside of the hatch, it says, "Feel free to leave, but we may want to note it's best if you best to find the antidote." They both stumble around the room, tripping balls. Ben finds a syringe. They fight over it. Jason snaps Ben's ankle, but Ben smashes Jason against the wall, cracking his skull. Then jams the needle into his thigh and hits the plunger. This is murder if you're high. Well, murder was the case that they gave me. Also self-defense, because he was yes. going to murder you. Yes. One of them had to die. I don't I don't know if there was enough antidote for both of them, but neither of them were in enough state of mind to yeah. try that. Well, it's also, a dose for one. What's an antidote for No, LSD, the dose DMT. in the drawer was only a dose for one, but we don't know if there's more antidotes hidden they around the room. They only one in there. Well, we don't know. He calls through the whole... How do they they know... Because these fuckers don't want a lot of witnesses. They're killing folk How do they know that at this point there's only one of them alive? At any point, they all could have escaped all of the rooms. Yes, and now only one person... Well, they have cameras in every room. I know, but... But, but they built it ahead Zoe of time. Zoe broke all the cameras in the previous room. So yeah. there could have been three of them yeah, going into this room. Facts. Facts or facts. Could have been four if they had realized they needed a low heart rate instead of a right. high one. Um, ben crawls through the hole and falls. And we see him land in the study that he starts in. In the beginning of the movie. We cut to the triage room. Two people in hazmat suits come in and collect the bodies. When their back is turned, Zoe gets up and attacks them, knocking them out. And I'm like, how? One has a pistol. Because of the oxygen mask. Did she not die? I know. I was like that, too. I. Um, they have a pistol. She picks it up and leaves the room. We see Ben finds Why a... Why would sh- they bring a gun? Because mm-hmm. a bazooka wouldn't fit. Oh, yeah, good point. 
You see Ben finds a shield and jumps into the fireplace, so he actually lives. He doesn't get crushed. The door opens and he escapes into a large warehouse. He almost catches on fire, though. This is amazing. Mm-hmm. amazing. He's being crushed to death and it's has a presence of mind. Amazing. I just said that. He you said it means sing. It's not the same thing. That's is, amazing. I am talking the way I talk. It is amazing. <laughs> and it, he Dolly. has a presence of mind to grab a shield and fucking go into the fire. There is a fire in that fireplace. We, we, Sweet Lord Jesus, it's a fire. He's surrounded by computers. We need to do this podcast. I got problems. He's surrounded by computers. You're going to enjoy listening to this so much. I doubt it. Having all their <laughs> God, this is like an escape room. There is no escape from that. Oh, oh my God. The voice echoes around the room, surprising. <laughs> it says, surprising, my money was on Jason. Ben sits down. So you're the psycho that designs the murder mazes? He says, no, I'm the games master. Ben says, you kill people for fun? He says, look, you killed your friends because you were too cheap to get an Uber, so be- don't get too comfortable on that high horse. I mean, that's a good line. He says, Gladiator I mean, Games... It seems like it's been a couple years since his friends died. I mean, Uber's only been around for... All right, let's not do the fucking math <laughs> of Uber. Can we power through this the year? This was made in 2019. He was in the crash probably 2016. There wasn't... I mean, Uber wasn't that big of a company. Especially in a small town to go joyriding. You weren't going to get an Uber. I know. I'm just saying. He says, Gladiator Games, public executions, rubbernecking on the freeway. We've always been fascinated watching people fight for their life. But now the world is... Uber started in 2009. (laughs) Eat a dick. Yeah, in where? In where? In small town. Was it a national conference? (laughs) Also, this voice... This... Speech is a voice hour over over the opening of the second movie. Just tell him. Oh. Mm. He says, but now the world is soft. Everything is safe. Everything is careful. So we created a sport for people who still have the thirst for savagery. Life's ultimate drama. Every year there's a theme. Last year's was uh, uh, college athletes. The year before was savants. This year is lone survivors. The GM gives Ben a cigarette. Ben looks at his leg. And he has he a bit of a sharp... survivors of dog farts. <laughs> he has a bit of a sharp metal hanging out, uh, pushed in from the last room. GM uh, says... San Francisco. Steps uh, behind Ben and hands him a lighter, then tries to garrot strangle Ben. Then rips the metal shard out of his leg and stabs him in the stomach. Then Zoe comes in and shoots the GM. And when she... he's basically like, you, you're not leaving here a lot. Yeah. Which everybody dies. And uh, Zoe's like, I'm not fucking dying. And she shoots the dude. And then when she tries to get Ben up, he tackles her to the ground. GM puts uh, the gun to Zoe's face, but Ben smashes a bottle of wine on his face. When Zoe comes in the room, there's a screen that has everybody with X's through them. When Zoe comes in the room, we see in play, it says Zoe and the Game Master show up as in play. And Ben as dead all of a sudden. Which is really interesting. And no, it says he's out of play, not dead. Well, he's uh, got the X. Because he's asleep. He's dead. <laughs> he's but she had the X, and now, now she's, she's back. back in play. They're keeping track. Which, John is like, she messed with the system to put herself back in play. And I'm like, like she no, fucking... I think they somebody else did it. Because they're watching Because like, what, she, she went to the computer and was like, let me change some things. Because it did say override. Somebody else is watching. Yeah, Zoe. Zoe helps Ben limp out. He says, why did you come back for me? You could have just left. She said, I'm tired of being the only survivor. And they get away. Ben is in the hospital getting treatment. The police come to talk to Zoe. 
They take her to the building she had told them about, but it's empty. She explains what was in each room, but just comes off sounding like a crazy person. She says, no, Ben can corroborate her story. He saw everything I did. The investigator says, Ben Miller? You mean the guy in the hospital with four different illegal drugs in the system? I don't think so. On the yeah. wall is graffiti, says, no way out, which Zoe, of course, sees him instantly as an anagram for Wu-Tan Yu. She screams in the police leave. They just leave her there. They wouldn't just leave her there. They would have asked her more questions. If they think she's crazy, then how did Ben get hurt? Well, they Where did he get these drugs? Have they drug tested her? Oh, my oh, God. Oh, I'm sure they did. I they probably drug tested her, and they were like, all right, these guys are just high and on fucking drugs. And she also had all these drugs trip. in her system because she was poisoned. We saw that her aspirating. The mm. foam. The foam never lies. She didn't have an Alka-Seltzer in her pocket. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She, they to were fake gonna, a seizure as if she's gonna, heisting a, in a, involved in a casino heist. They were going to fuck this off as, they, you know, they went on a badass trip, and this is the trip they had. Fuck off, eat a dick. Six months later. Zoe and Ben meet for lunch. This makes me so angry. Ben looks very cut, clean cut now and is a regional manager for a vegan dog food company. So there's some progress. He notices that he notices she has a large binder and he asks about this it. Bee. <laughs> She's been researching the other people that died. Each of their co-survivors, Jason, Danny, Mike, Amanda, set up set up to die from unremarkable causes. Mike had a heart attack, Amanda was rock climbing and fell, Jason in a motorcycle accident, and Danny of course drowned. Ben says, uh, well, you got to let this shit go. And Zoe says, no, I, I used the company's logo to figure out some blah, 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 blah. That leads to... She decided she was going to look at this logo, and it's in New York City. Unless even, complex in a Manhattan. dick. Even <laughs> if the company logo did reveal the super secret location, how would you possibly think that this was a real fact and not another trap? Yeah. <laughs> how would you think that it's, hey, New York City, they're just, they're stairs that collapse on each other. She's like, oh, the coordinates. Well, she counts the stairs, and, and that's a number which leads to coordinates. It's longitude and, it's and like, latitude. You're a crazy person. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sorry. You mean to tell me that this they're going to put their Well, that's what on. happens with these people. Not, I don't but, know about her character, but in real life, people start getting like this. Like, uh, the number 23 was like But that. even in you the... You start seeing shit. Even if they did it. that, they just created this death, death trap to kill a bunch of people. Why would you think that this is the location of their actual headquarters? So the sequel can happen. Well, that's true. But the thing that is so infuriating about this is, is all of a sudden... Is that we watched the wrong movie? <laughs> is all of a sudden she's... Now Joan's like, obsessed. She's put her hair up. She's more attractive looking. She seems very confident and self-aware. Her whole personality has changed. I just want to tell you, the last time I watched something that I didn't want to watch was Sweeney Todd. How'd that work out? You, you loved, loved it. it. Mm. You hated it at the time. It grows on you like fucking but fungus. It grew on you. Not on me. There was a barber and his wife. Well, in two weeks, she's going to the middle of Manhattan to this place, and she has plane tickets for Ben, too. Ben says, fine, whatever. Look, this is just survivor's guilt. You need to get over it. She goes, no. She's going, and Ben says, fine, fuck it, I'll go, too. What does she think she's going to do? She... What, is she fucking Rambo all of a sudden? We cut to a plane <laughs> with a burning engine falling out of the sky. A flight attendant pulls a bag from an overhead storage with an X on it and unzips it, finding a multi-tool with the company logo on it. Passengers around her screaming. She throws the multi-tool to another man. He has a metal piece that connects to the tool. They turn the doorknob, and the screen pops down with a riddle. Code appears, they figure it out, but the plane crashes anyway. It's all a sim. The company's test running it with actors getting it ready for Zoe and Ben. We see a shadowy figure. He asks, what is the chance of survival? The employee says, 4%. He says, well, it isn't a game if she can't win. 
now that Zoe got over her fear of flying, let's play again. The end. Or is it? Or is it? It's not, because we've talked about the sequel. (laughs) (laughs) The better question is, at the end of the sequel, is it? Is it? What do you think, John? Oh, I get to go first. Sure. Unless you don't want to. I forgot my favorite line again. (laughs) Oh, well. Uh, My favorite character is uh, Amanda. Mm-hmm. Cause she was pretty cool. My least favorite character is Jason. Is that his name? Yeah. The stockbroker. Yeah. Yes, Jason, because he's just a dick. Um, it's because he murdered someone. My favorite scene is also gonna be my favorite escape room because we're doing that. Is that a thing? We're gonna do our favorite room. I don't know. Oh, yeah, I was going to do that, too. What, he didn't say that to me, but my favorite scene is one of the rooms. I, didn't so right. I, 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 I meant to say that, but I didn't say it to anybody. You just inferred it. From my I point. assumed that we need to have a favorite Because I think they're going to be your favorite scene is your favorite room. Yeah, anyway. so what's your favorite room? It, wow. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> it's not, not this, this one. one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, my dog is very gassy today. Yes. <laughs> She's in the triage room. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Uh, is the the ice room okay. really? Yeah, because that's when it switches from "Hey, this is a game" to "This shit is real." Yeah, you're gonna die. Um, okay, my favorite line is, "You killed four of your people, four of your friends, because you were too uh, cheap to get an Uber." So let's get up off that high horse or something like that. Okay. That's the and my favorite tertiary object, I really had a hard time with this because there was nothing really cool. I didn't. There was, was all a lot kinds of, of There cool was a lot clues. of stuff, but I think it was really cool. So I'm going to go with the mannequin that was the receptionist because uh-huh. that's when you knew the game had began. What did you feed this dog today? Hormel chili. <laughs> Come here, girl. What are you doing today? Why are you so gassy? Yay, nay, maybe. Oh, I will... Alright, so this does not have rewatchability. No. As soon as you watch this once, you're done. So I will yay it for a one and done movie. I think it does have rewatchability. Alright, my favorite character. I want to pick Zoe, but she pissed me off at the end. <laughs> Go with Amanda. That's what my least favorite character, also Jason. My favorite scene and my favorite room were the upside-down rooms. Could you hate that level. I know, <laughs> but I liked it as a level in this game that I'm not playing. <laughs> and hopefully never will. <laughs> yeah, true. My favorite tertiary object was the snow globe in the first room, because everybody knows I like, like snow globes. Snow globe. yeah. um, and my favorite line is, I feel like I'm playing the world's funnest game with the world's meanest people, <laughs> which is what Danny says. And I... I did not dislike this movie. So I'm going to give it a yay. I don't want to watch it again right now. (laughs) But if like a year from now, Tony decided to pick the second one. (laughs) I'm going to say, fuck, I got to watch this again. I'll be down. (laughs) It'll cost you $4. So it's a light yay. I didn't like love it, but I watched it without, you know, allowing myself to get very distracted. And it wasn't bad. It was like a diet saw. Yeah, it really was. <laughs> okay, cool. So we watched Saw. I was like, not as gross. I don't. It's yeah. this. 
They don't have to hurt each other, right? Which is the good part of it. I've never watched Saw. So never want to. Really? Which again. one? The fifteen? I haven't yes. seen the last couple. I, I watched. Why'd you see I any of them? I saw a bunch of the early ones. First one, and then I, I think I, I might have watched three. the second or third. I think they're on Saw fifteen now. I'm like, oh, fuck I think there was Saw nothing 10. about that I wanted to watch. I know there's at least ten. Yeah. I haven't watched anything after like six. Yeah. Once they start getting into the other girl and stuff, I'm like, I don't care about any of this. All right. Link. Uh, so my favorite character is Ben. Hmm. At least favorite character. Oh, there she is. Is Jason. I've reached a part of my wine drinking where I start to sneeze. Well, you're at the end of your wine drinking. I know. So. Uh, my favorite line is just think of it as interactive dinner theater. Actually, also said by Danny. <coughs> he was so excited and kind of fun in that way. Um, my favorite scene is the upside down bar. Just because it was reminding me of upside down down and we talk about makeup. <laughs> the oven was also very cool. Like... <laughs> I feel like they wasted the oven early. Well, power through that. Uh, my favorite tertiary object is smoking, and I think this movie was great. Smoking? Yes. Ben and all the smoke. Like, you, you just still took- the smoking? And then the game master no. smokes, too. It's been like 20 years. You quit. <laughs> no, it hasn't. It hasn't been that long. It's been like 15, maybe well, 10. Lena and I have not known each other for 20 years, but she did smoke when we met. <laughs> I mean, it's been like 10 years, I think. Well, More than 10. Smoking. I still smoked when I worked for Kohl's, and I've worked for Kohl's. I celebrated my 10-year anniversary this year. Oh. I don't usually say what retailer I work for, so I'm You said it more than once in this Yeah, episode. I know. Lena <laughs> loved to smoke. She, she was very upset when she had to quit. <laughs> loved is not a, the correct word. I was addicted to nicotine, and I enjo- I enjoyed the sensation. She supplemented it with chocolate. Yes, amounts of I chocolate. Mean, chocolate is wonderful. It is Tony? delicious. Um, but oh, I yeah. didn't even get to finish. Sorry, sorry. I give this movie a yay. It's real good. It was so good that I was happy to watch the sequel. Oh my god, I'm gonna sneeze again. Go blow your nose. I did. What Speaking I of potty. Tony and chocolate, I found a fun fact. Tony Chocolony. <laughs> nice. You know that that chocolate that you guys all get that it, says Tony Tony yeah. Chocolonies. The only chocolate that doesn't use child slavery. Child and labor. Child labor mm. means slavery. Means child labor. <laughs> so, that's why the guy made his own company because he couldn't get chocolate that that didn't use child labor. So he made his own chocolate company. That, I've heard that. Yeah, that's cool. So um, let everybody that's go. That's why it's so the, expensive too. It's definitely the funnest fact. Yeah. Everybody go out and buy some Tony Chocoloni. Yeah. All right. My favorite character is Ben. Mm-hmm. Uh, least favorite character is Danny. My favorite line was uh, is when they're in the fire room and like um, Jason leaves, Mike leaves, Amanda leaves, and then Danny is or um, Ben is holding all the the coasters and he goes, "I feel like we're mi- we're missing we're avoiding the inevitable conclusion here because he, mm-hmm. he's gonna die if he's the only one left holding yeah. the thing." I thought yeah. that was funny. Uh, my favorite room is the upside down bar, and my favorite tertiary object is the puzzle box that they get to get them there. I love is a, that I love tertiary? A, I love a good puzzle box. It it doesn't do. I mean, and they open it, and they get the yeah, it's the, not the voucher, it. but it's not like it's throughout the whole movie. It doesn't keep coming back like puzzles do, but not the puzzle box. And oh yeah, you know whatever. Like I'm, I'm, I'm of the same thing. I probably won't ever watch this again, but it's, it's like Final Destination. It's fun to watch once. It was. And that's it. I liked it because it wasn't scary, but it was. There was some sinisterness. It, it was, was almost adventurous. It was interesting to see the different puzzles, and the puzzles were complicated enough that they were interesting and fun. Oh my god. 
Thank God I my nose has got all stuffed up because I'm allergic <laughs> to something in life. I'm gonna go let the dogs out because I feel like I think you should. Food. I mean, who let the dogs out? You, <laughs> you. <laughs> please, please, so, please, please do. This be go. So go, after go, this go, was go, over, go, 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 go. so after this was over, John and I watched the sequel. Well, we got dinner and then we watched the sequel. And the sequel is Tournament of Champions. Okay. And the most annoying thing about it, should like, first of all, she won't get on the plane. They end up driving to New York, by the way. Ah. But um, I'm going to just ruin the whole thing. This one. But then they get there, and of course, the place that they're set to go is like an abandoned... It, it looks abandoned the same way that the place does. she went with the yeah. cops... And a homeless person steals something from them, and they chase the homeless person, and he takes them on the subway, and then they get trapped on the subway, which is the first room, with uh, these other people who are strangers. And then it turns out that all these strangers are previous winners. Uh, they didn't get killed. So Tournament of Champions, which is the most bullshit thing, because Ben even brings it up. Why are you still alive? Because the game master tried to kill me. Yeah. He's like, what? They just gave you your $10,000, and you got to go home? Yeah. And he says that, but at the same time, they don't say it. They don't really answer it. Like, they throw it away because the whole time you're like, well, what do you mean these people escaped before? Yeah. Because that's not how this works. And he even says it and nobody answers him. But the people in the second one are all tournament of champions. Because at some point someone's going to realize that and be like, wait a minute. One (laughs) of them. They tried to kill him. (laughs) One of them was a... Her group was all, and they talk about what your group was, and we find out that one of them was all trap, was all influencers, and one of them was priests, but they don't. I don't think they say what the chick was. Yeah, she didn't feel any pain. What uh, was everybody in her group couldn't feel? Everybody any pain? in her group couldn't feel pain. Jesus. And then there was a guy who ended up deaf because of something that happened to the escaper, but he doesn't. He was he, on a submarine with extreme pressure. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Dear. All right, well. I'm glad that one of us paid attention. I'm sorry. I was making travel arrangements for our child so that she could come home for Christmas because I, well, or for New Year's because I miss her and I want her to come home. (laughs) Carly? Please find us on Facebook.com slash the underappreciated movie podcast. You can email unmoviepodcast at gmail.com. Four yays. Elaine would love to hear from you. Yep. Audra, we're going to put this out soon, so you should be hearing it. I had to text her to let her know the episode was going to be late. And she said, I hope you, I hope someone told Ben, which I, I assume Tony did at some point. I didn't Next know week on the podcast. It's Carly's pick. It's for my Christmas? Christmas pick. Check this yeah. out. My Christmas pick. Well, what if so, you just watch it? Because that would be weird. Tony, I'm allowed to pick any movie I want for Christmas. I've only watched one And Tony and I were talking on the way here. Should I do a Muppet Christmas Carol? No. Should I do Home Alone? Yeah. And we looked at a list, and number one on the list was a movie we haven't done. Okay. Lethal Weapon. I would hope it's not a movie we've we done, because that would be weird. We already did Lethal Weapon. Batman Returns. Oh. That's a good Christmas movie. <laughs> really good Christmas. Is it? That's a solid pick. Tony was like, Shh, spoilers. I mean, That's we'll see. a good one. I mean, he picked... I said, <laughs> Wait, well, you told Tony you're picking Batman... I'll do it. He was on board? I know. I don't know how I'm going to follow that. Thanks. <laughs> I might have to do Muppet Christmas Carol. I was going to pick it because well, I really other, like it. Well, that was the other reason is she said you would want to do that. And I was like, I, well, it'll take you. But you could do it. It is sci-fi fantasy. <laughs> I mean, they're Muppets. <laughs> Maybe I'll just say fuck it go, and do Muppet Treasure Island instead. Mine isn't really a 
Christmas? Fuck it already. Fuck your family. That, do I have to do a Christmas movie? No, no. you can do whatever you no, want. It's December. <laughs> um, in January, so do we, we may... stop this? <laughs> hey, FYI, listener, in January we may change our format. We're talking about it. Yes. Shit.